Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing, Hefe? Oh, what's new, J-Dubs? Welcome to the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1, funniest night show in America, best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. That's how you beat somebody in the Hideout. Be somebody, the fastest growing radio show in the history of Central Florida. Here's... Another way to get in touch, you can uh, get on the AOL Instant Messenger. You can hear already logged on. Real Radio Hideout. Real Radio Hideout is the AOL Instant Messenger. And that is manned and screened by Chunks, the executive producer of the Hideout. Tommy Bateman's our director. Uh, handles the talk and roll controls responsible for the Hideout page on realradio.fm. Uh, and that is Deuce Childerone screening your phone calls. Again, if you want to get in and be somebody, do it early, do it often. Uh, 407-916-1041 and 888 because we are action-packed this evening. A lot of stuff to get through tonight. Last night we played the tapes from the 750-pound man. Uh, we played part one of that. I guess we'll have the second edition of those tapes, the, J-Dub. The second and final edition of the 750-pound man we have... Uh, the conclusion to uh, his TLC special. All right, we have that as far as audio goes. Um, uh, news stories, too. Uh, sex for an Xbox. A column in Newsday. Uh, is King Kong racist? I thought that was just a given. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't even know that was debatable. I was going to bring it up, but I figured everybody assumed King Kong is a racist movie. Because I saw it yesterday and we talked about it at the opening of the show. I don't think Peter Jackson's a racist for uh, doing it. I think that uh, originally when it was written, there were some racist under uh, overtones. In uh, absolutely. In fact, uh, Peter Jackson went out of his way to make sure the natives uh, weren't, like, to make sure that wasn't a racist thing and more of like a devil fiend kind mm-hmm. of thing, more of a Lord of the Rings type thing. But I just thought that was a given. But uh, apparently, this is catching people off guard. Um, also, too. The top ten musical ri- uh, music rivalries, and I've got the list in front of me, and I already say this is one of the crappiest lists I've ever seen. Really? But I'm willing to throw it out there. I just think they left off so many. I think they left off the best one. Well, your thing is they leave them off, but there's only ten slots. No, they picked really awful. Number ten was the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, it's really out there. So we'll get into that. Well. See, if they're going to pick that band, they should just go about that band. You know what I mean? That alone. I'll even give it to you. Oasis is involved with it. Oh. Is it uh, an inner struggle? Well, versus their ex-drummer, Tony McCarroll. Oh, I thought it was just the brothers fighting. Right. Exactly. I thought that's a great rivalry right there, but that's Mm -hmm. not even what they're going with. So that's number 10, but we'll give you the rest, and then also maybe give you some prizes about other stuff concerning. Um... 
And apparently, J-Dubs, you found some what you were going to call radio gold. Yes, some audio gold from uh, the Pink Monster, Chunks' car. We went uh, out today, and when we were driving around, I found a tape that says Alex Aircheck from 2003, which was way before he was working with us. So there's no way it was something of him being on like a talk show or anything. Come to find out, it was from WGMU, George Mason University Radio, and uh, those are his air checks from the WGMU music show, him going in and out of music. Terrible. Well, I, you have the air checks. I have the air checks, the actual audio from him on the air in college radio. It is worse than any college DJ I have ever heard. Now, we have the Hooch tapes. Hooch. Our former se- intern. Hooch seems like a pro compared to uh, the Chunks tapes. We'll play the Hooch tape, too. Okay, just to compare and contrast. Mm-hmm. But Hooch actually uh, is very smooth compared to what Chunks does on his WGMU tapes. Uh, Chunks, we also have the Fat Man Diary. And you were telling me that usually the Fat Man Diary is something sad in your life. This is actually something that was a, a happy moment. Yeah, this is going to be a, a real positive one, one that I'm real happy about. Why do I want to hear it then? Yeah, well, we don't want to see you smiling and chuckling. We want to see you uh, suffer over the reliving your past. I figured maybe the day before my birthday you'd let me give a happy one. Maybe he won the lottery again. Your birthday? Yeah. <laughs> the lottery, yeah. Chunks fell for one of those email scams. We're not supposed to talk about that anymore. I apologized, and um, I thought I was going to get $500,000. And instead, how much money did you lose? I didn't lose anything, but I gave a complete stranger my Social Security number. You don't know how much you've lost yet. And mother's maiden name. And there's another <laughs> Alex Venezia running around. Uh, Jesse, you're in the high down rural radio. What you got, Jesse? Hey, man, I have an uh, issue about the King Kong uh, racist thing. I see where you guys are coming from, but... um. Wouldn't they have him like lose and be like, you know, um, you know, an a-hole monkey? You know what I mean? <laughs> well, in the he original, comes out looking, looking in, good. In he? the original one, he was. That's where the uh, racist uh, overtones came from. Peter Jackson went on his way to not make it racist, but the original one, he was never Mr. Good Guy. He was running around with a white woman. You know, you know, trying to. We'll, we'll analyze it here in a second, Jesse. Um, I understand what you're saying. I want to get into it uh, in more in depth, but there's first a story right off the front that I want to uh, get into. Mm-hmm. Happened right here in Orlando. Uh, display shows bleeding Rudolph hanging from tree. Very funny. Well, I guess we aren't we aren't allowed to be funny uh, while we express ourselves in our front lawn anymore. Um, kudos, kudos, kudos. To whoever this was, who apparently, it was a holiday display, um, homeowner's display in the Hunter's Creek subdivision, features Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer hanging from a tree. One red light represents the nose, and the rest appears to be blood draining from Rudolph's body. Did you see the pictures of it? Yes. It's awesome. Classic. The display represents a hunting technique called field dressing, uh, which is what hunters do to the deer that they kill, but many neighbors say it disgusts them. Basically what you do when you are uh, gutting a deer, you hang it up by its legs, you tie a rope around its legs, hang it up over whatever you have, and you cut open like right through its belly and everything, and you drain everything out. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. 
You do the same with children. And Tommy with uh, women between the ages of 18 to 24. Well, I do stab them. But... Um, so, as it turns out, we have the, I guess, Channel 9 did a news piece mm-hmm. on this uh, very, quote-unquote, offensive uh, act. And I just want to play it for you. Yeah, they talked to uh, some of the neighbors and everything. I think this is... Uh... Well, didn't we just talk about something like this a couple nights ago where it, it was... It was uh, Santa Claus. Yeah, where Sab- Santa was stabbing all of the toys in the front yard. Mm-hmm. Where'd that go down? Like in New York? Mm-hmm. I think that was in New York. So kudos to Orlando making front page of the Drudge Report for something I think is badass. Along a quiet street where residents decorate homes with typical holiday lights and lawn ornaments, here one home stands out for the wrong reasons. I think it's sick. You know, I think it's really sad. Hanging from a tree, red nose and all, is the most famous reindeer of all. One red light represents its nose. The rest appear to be blood draining from Rudolph's body. But it's just kind of sad for the kids because they see that and, you know, it's just not a very good example. I don't think it's very nice at all. It's Rudolph, and I think that's really nice. Okay, um, for the kids. So, you see regular deer mm-hmm. hanging, uh, yeah, being if, disemboweled? If, if a regular deer is hanging, uh, being, uh, you know, drained and ready to eat, no one throws a fit, but you throw a little red light on the end of its nose, and everybody throws a fit over something that is completely fake. And, it's yeah, a cartoon character. It's And that's the other thing, too. So it's not... It's okay when it's a real-life deer, but when it's one made of lights, it's offensive. Well, you know, you just don't want to do that to anything claymation. 407-916-1041. Nasty. For those who don't know much about hunting, this represents field dressing. It's what you do with a deer after you hunt and kill it. It's a gutted deer that obviously he's a hunter, and he's expressing that he's a hunter. But it's Rudolph. No, it doesn't have a red nose. Yes, it does. It does. I think it's disgusting. <laughs> no, you don't. The homeowner up, didn't come to the door tonight, but plenty of parents and their children gathered to express their disgust for what they call, at best, distasteful. It's like the holiday seasons, and uh, it's not Halloween no more, so I don't think that they should... All right, first of all, why is it okay in October, but not okay in late November and early December? And why do they have little kids commenting on this? Little girls, these girls that are, grow some breasts and guys will listen to you. But before you have breasts, you cannot speak because no guy wants to hear from you. You're not respected until you have uh, at least A cups. Yes. Didn't it sound like the same little girl they're interviewing just using different accents, like talking in a British accent and then like a southern accent? Well, they're living in Neverland over there. It's all never food, never deer. Be doing that. Never it's again Rudolph. for Rudolph. Like I don't think they should be doing it to Rudolph. Like performer never like, again. Because it has. Would, oh no, go ahead. Would be <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Did you hear what she said? We were talking over it. Mm-hmm. But she goes, I don't think they should be doing that to Rudolph. And he goes, so any of the other ones would be okay? Yeah. Shut the hell up. <laughs> he should have punched. He should have punched her in her nose. Stupid comment. Make her nose red. <laughs> I just think it's totally mean, and it looks really bad, and it makes them look tacky. Uh, you know what? You didn't come up with that. Your mommy said that, and you're just echoing what your mommy said. Driving by in your minivan saying, oh, how tacky. They're so tacky. And the thing that pisses me off is these little girls are going to grow up to be the girls or the moms 
who are giving, you know, shows like ours crap. It's, it's lights. It's lights arranged in a certain way. If you looked really hard in the sky, you'd probably see stars aligned in the same way, too. The neighbors wish, for the children's sake, the creator will take the display down as a gift to troubled neighbors. But after all, the neighborhood is called Hunter's Creek. Why can't they leave Pooh Rudolph alone? In Hunter's what? Creek, Steve Barrett, Channel 9, Eyewitness News. What the hell was that at the end there? I don't know what she <laughs> said. I think she said, why can't they leave poor Rudolph alone? Shut up! Be coherent. Enunciate. Pam in Orlando. Ladies first in the hideout. What you got, Pam? I think it's funny as heck. But, exactly. But how often do you see somebody gutting a deer in their front yard? I mean, come on. I have a three-year-old who sings Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and I think he'd be kind of freaked out seeing Rudolph gutted in the front somebody's front yard. The thing is, if you're a kid driving by that thing, from what I could see, it looks like just a, a crazy arrangement of lights. Yeah, Unless you get up on it. No one knows what that is. It actually, it looks like some lights well, fell out of a tree. the people who live around there can tell what it is. Because they walked up to it and they're nosy neighbors. They see it every day. You I, can what? see it out your front window. I live by Hunter's Creek. It's a pretty upscale place, but the houses are right on top of each other. Here's what I'd like, Pam. Do you know the guy? Because I'd like to give him a prize from the hideout for having no, imagination. No, I don't, but I'd like to, too, because I think it's funny as heck. Thank you, Pam. Appreciate the phone call, sure. sweetie. 407-916-1041. And one of the mothers in there was laughing while she was saying it's disgusting. She doesn't believe it. No. She, she's been coached by the uh, reporter there. Here's the other thing about it. You don't know that. What, what, they're asking her, don't you find this appalling? Yeah. But what's funny to me is that even one of the little kids was like, hey, it's not Halloween. So it's okay during Halloween to set up entire haunted houses. Mm -hmm. But you can't gut Rudolph with lights. Jimmy Jam in the hideout. What's up, Jimmy Jam? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, buddy. Uh, by the way, this is the Jimmy Jam from HereticsHideout.com. HereticsHideout.com. Come and sign up, guys. Okay, so uh, there was a atomically correct snowman in Minnesota, and the cops mm -hmm. just came and knocked it down for no reason. But it had a huge wang jangle with snowballs. <laughs> I had no idea about did, that. Did they, did awesome. they, did they destroy the whole snowman, or did they just kick the D off? Did they castrate no, they, they, it? They crushed it down to the ground and patted it down. The guys came home, and they were like, hey, uh, what happened to our snowman? They're like, oh, we just came and knocked it down. We didn't know it was a sculpture. Aw, <laughs> oh, dude. All right, hey, thank you, Jimmy Jam. Hey, quick break, and we'll come back. And didn't that piss you off when you were a kid? You just got done putting a snowman together and some bullies would come over and knock down your snowman. Right. I'd kill him. All right, quick, and let's come back and replay the story out of the break. 407 uh, 916 1041-888-978-1041. It's a hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Along a quiet street where residents decorate homes with typical holiday lights and lawn ornaments, here one home stands out for the wrong reasons. I think it's sick. You know, I think it's really sad. Hanging from a tree, red nose and all, is the most famous reindeer of all. One red light represents its nose. The rest appear to be blood draining from Rudolph's body. But it's just kind of sad for the kids because they see that. Beat and, it. you know, it's just not a very good example. I don't think it's very nice at all. It's Rudolph, and I think that's really nasty. For those who don't know much about hunting, this represents field dressing. It's what you do with the deer after you hunt and kill it. It's a gutted deer that obviously he's a hunter, and he's expressing that he's a hunter. But it's Rudolph. No, he doesn't have a red nose. Yes, it does. It does. I think it's disgusting. 
The homeowner didn't come to the door tonight, but plenty of parents and their children gathered to express their disgust for what they call, at best, distasteful. It's like the holiday seasons, and uh, it's not Halloween no more, so I don't think that they should be doing that. It's Rudolph. Like, I don't think they should be doing it to Rudolph. Like, Any of the other has... deer would be better? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they would do that. I just think it's totally mean, and it looks really bad, and it makes them look tacky. The neighbors wish, for the children's sake, the creator will take the display down as a gift to troubled neighbors. But after all, the neighborhood is called Hunter's Creek. Why can't they leave Pooh Rudolph alone? In Hunter's Creek, Steve Barrett, Channel 9, Eyewitness News. I still don't know what the hell that lady says at the end. Uh, it's the hideout rule oh, radio. actually, I got it here. Oh, okay, go ahead. I'm a transaction. Oh, it's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. I'll have and J-Dubs. Live on a Thursday night. Be somebody. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Uh, Jimmy and Altamont, you're in the Hideout. What you got, Jimmy? Hey, guys. What's going on? Hey, brother. Hey, uh, I got a crazy story for you that happened uh, when I was 16. I'm 27 now, mm-hmm. and believe it or not, it's still going on to this day at my, my parents' house with their decorations. Mm. We had, uh, they have the reindeers that, that get kind of get put together, you know, they're made out of plywood and they paint them white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, one year when we were like 14 or so, we decided that we'd go out there and, and put them in different positions, you know, like one scratch near the other back, for instance, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and then... Uh, they're doing each other. All kinds of crazy positions, and then it came to the point now that we don't, we hadn't do it any sense, but the entire neighborhood, all the hoodlums around the neighborhood, come and do it for them every single year. So now they, you guys violated their little guys one time, and now everyone uh, since then it's become like a running tradition in the neighborhood to go mess with your uh, parents' uh, uh, silhouettes oh. of the reindeer. Oh, it totally is. It totally is. They. My parents have actually tried to chain down these ornaments with <laughs> thick chains, and they still keep coming back. What they'll do is they'll take the chains and then use them more as a uh, S and M type <laughs> thing for the for the reindeer. <laughs> <That's> so funny. <laughs> it gets it gets crazy over there. Hey, thank you, Jim. Appreciate the phone call, buddy. Yeah, man. Luck- uh, I didn't mean to cut him off when he said. Uh, we just and we just lost Aaron too. I was going to Aaron, uh-huh. but um, yeah, I didn't mean to cut him off when he said, "Love the show." Yeah, we always appreciate a little uh, stroke. Mm-hmm. Is this George? Georgia. All right, Georgia at the 417. You're in the hideout. What you? Uh, no. 417. What you? I say we call it the 417 instead of 417. Uh, no what you got, Georgia? Yo, I know what that lady said at the end. What's that? She said, leave my poop shoot alone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for that case, we don't like it then. I want a girl who says, uh, go there, do that. Just stop. I don't want it no more. Jimmy in South Daytona, you're in the hideout. What you got, Jimmy? Hey, what's up, guys? Yo, dude. Hey, man, I'm pretty upset about that little girl talking about if it was some other reindeer, mm-hmm. you know, because Blitzen's always been my favorite reindeer of all. And what about Dasher? It's okay to gut Dasher. Yeah, cut. Dasher's cool, too. That's, that's bull crap, man. I got you, Jim. I understand why you're upset. 407 is, uh, is Prancer a well-liked reindeer? No, uh, it's, it's more of a Vixen. Vixen is one that gets over more than uh, no, more no, than Prancer. No, no, no. Prancer has his own movie. Uh, Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> By the way, I read the review in Rolling Stone. I'm gonna have to go see it. It just, dude, it looks, it's, it looks and it sounds exactly like the bit that you and I used to do, the improv bit. You know what? I've never thought of it. How gay the reindeer names are. 
Prancer. Uh, hold on. Let me take. All right, write them down. Write down all the names. There, somebody can call in with all the names. But you're right. They are. They do just the Prancer Vixen. Yeah. Donner. I right, hold on. All right. Uh, call, call in if, Downer. If someone can uh, name them all. <laughs> Mike in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What you got, Mike? Hey guys, I want to tell you I love the show before you cut me off. So. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Thank you. I can't name all the reindeer, but I do have a comment about this uh, reindeer display. Right. I think by making it a news item, which I, I don't know what station it was, but I can't watch the news if this is one of those items. That yeah, this this was on Channel it. 9. Yeah, that yeah, well. Yeah, so I, I can't watch that anymore because there's got to be more important things on in Orlando <laughs> than whether or not this display is out there. Sadly, no. But do they realize that they actually did what these people wanted them to do, brought attention to something they wanted attention brought to? Now, mm-hmm. This is the ultimate, hey, look at me, move. Yeah, right. they uh, they uh, put in, they, they're going to have this tape forever showing it to their grandkids and everything. Hey, uh, we were on the news for our Christmas display. Hey, remember when we got the dumbasses in our neighborhood to go on television and look like idiots just because right, we put some it, lights? I mean, my point is, if you want to if, if you wanted to offend people or get attention, you got that. If you wanted to, to, to ignore it, then just ignore it. Exactly. You know, the same thing with the house, all of those types of shows. If you don't like it, change the channel and don't worry about it. Beautiful. Thank you, Mike. You wanna... That's why you have such a great show, because we listen and people don't like it. Hey. You know, there's got to be some other uh, AM station they can listen to. Yeah, exactly. Get the hell out. Thank you, Mike. Now, little do those uh, people over in Hunter's Creek know that there's a few of us in the hideout that we're watching that and ran a little batch to it. Stop. Hmm. Stop talking about your perversions. What, I like a gutted deer and uh, people talking about it? Uh, Black Cat in Davenport, you're in the hideout. What you got, Black Cat? Hey, what's up, man? You need all eight reindeer? Yeah, list them off. All right, Dasher, Dancer... All right, hold Prancer. on. Uh, hold on a second. All right. Mo, mo, mo. Mo, mo. Good. All right. Yeah, Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, and Blitzen. Mo. All right. Yeah, that, I'd say, what is that, six out of the eight? Maybe the only two that aren't are Comet. And Blitzen. There, there's also two that were left off, Cornholer and Hander. <laughs> Thank you. Those two, uh, they never really get the limelight that they should. Actually, they're the fluffer deer, where they, you know, get the them ready for their big night. All right, uh, So Damn Money says Donner and Blitzen are the German, are German for thunder and lightning. <laughs> well, that's top and bottom right there. Wow. I forgot that the whole, um, I, I so forgot that the whole, like, idea of Santa Claus originates in Germany. And the whole thing is they're running a train around the world. (laughs) (laughs) It's the gayest thing ever. (laughs) They're running a train around the world. (laughs) Ladies first in the hideout, Nicole in New Smyrna. What you got, Nicole? Oh, I was going to give you all those reindeer. All right, and you, you knew them? You were able to rattle them off, too? All right, go ahead. Let me hear you say them. That's all right. Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donder, Blitzen. Wow. All right, hey, thank you, hey, Nicole. Hey, and it's Donder, not Donner. Whatever. It's Donder? Really? <laughs> Donder? It is. It is. I thought it was Donner. I know. All my life I feel like I've been lied to. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. Donder? That's actually German for pounder. No, she's wrong. It's Donner. She's been lied to all her life. It is Donner. 
Um, Chunks, uh, you you just tell me something on the IM? Yeah, actually, um, my fat man kind of relates to something similar to this story. What story? About um, the uh, about the reindeer and the gutting of the reindeer. Yeah, and the gutting of the reindeer. Is it about that time uh, you guys were walking through the blizzard and you uh, cut your sister's stomach open to sleep inside her for warmth? No, it's uh, kind of a different thing. Was it that time you and that guy were no. walking through the snow and he had to put part of his body to uh, keep warm in you? No, that's uh, that's a different time too. <laughs> Was it that time that you were in Wyoming should I and even, you were a hired hand? Should I even do the fat man? Literally. <laughs> Should I even... What the hell is the point? Seriously. <laughs> I could say anything. It's just going to end up me being gay and having to do with some guy's little butthole. <laughs> you can't say, say that. I didn't say, I didn't say <laughs> that. And that was too much, you stupid ass. I said B, not A. I don't care. Because you said... You, you can call someone it. You just can't talk about it. Uh -huh. And then put an adjective in yeah. front of it, too, you moron. Well, don't I have egg on my face now? That's not egg. Hey, you have something in uh, common with Santa Claus. I ate the whole sack. Mm. Mm. Uh, Deborah, Winter Springs, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. Hey, that last chick that called about Donder, mm. not that I have a lot of basis of uh, truth, but that claymation show of Rudolph that they had years ago, Yeah. it was always Donner, because that was Rudolph's father. Oh, yeah, I always thought that was Rudolph's dad? Yeah. Wow. According to the little claymation thing. And he had two dads. That was the <laughs> other part of it that was different. Hey, thank you, Deborah. Actually, no he just, uh, Rudolph just had to call him dad. Uh, Rudolph was a little, uh, uh, Cambodian boy that was adopted by Donder. Alright, WCW says Prancer is German for chunks. <laughs> <laughs> Quick break, we'll come back. Chunks Fat Man Diary, which apparently ties into this. Uh, Joe in Orlando, was it, was it Donner or Donder? It's definitely Donner, but it was Dixon. That's the reindeer from Brokeback Mountain. All right. <laughs> Thank you. And Marcus, the 95, headed back up to Bama. What you got, Marcus? Hey, just listen to you guys on the radio. I appreciate what y'all are doing. Our radio stations aren't quite so uh, realistic. Now, you know, you know actually, I got what part of Alabama are you from? I'm from actually from Huntsville, right up near the Tennessee line. Okay, because uh, our ex-program director, Chili Walker, just took a job in Alabama at a new rock station. And oh, yeah? I think it's in Mobile. I think it's Mobile. Oh, yeah. no, he's on the opposite end of the state. Yeah, mm -hmm. but uh, hey, I was hoping, because I was going to try to turn you on to that station. But I appreciate that, Marcus. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, yeah, I came down to Orlando for some... I'm a detective, so I came down for some kiddie porn classes. I'm headed back. I'm going to drive all night. But Lucky. Hey, they, can you, can you, uh, can you yeah, bring... I got the email on that reindeer thing. It's going around a lot up in Alabama. And, of course, we've got you know, every third person's a deer hunter up there. So, you know, everybody got a big kick out of it. Thank you, Marcus. And, Marcus, we need a visual aid in your, uh, in your class. Just call me. Dub's just got a new computer. <laughs> all right, quick break. We'll come back with the Chunks Fat Man Diary to hide out. Dancer and Prancer, as they were known at WGMU, Kyle and Al. It's the Hideout Road Radio. That's cancer. 104.1. Thursday night in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Programming note tomorrow. The girls from the Dollhouse will be in as we will uh, be taking a test to test our blood pressure. It's a tying in IQ, um, male enhancement, and strippers. Mm -hmm. And that will be during the open door, which is from 10 to 11 with the Heretics. Uh, hereticshideout.com and also hideoutheretics.net. Those links are on realradio.fm. Um, all right, time for the Chunks Fat Man Diary. 
Now, as a public service, The Hideout presents a roadmap to dysfunction with Chunks and the Fat Man Diaries. Shut up! What? This is, um, as I said before, this is actually a really good story. And it actually it deals with my birthday. Okay, cool. It was, um, kind of like... When's your birthday? It's tomorrow. Oh, we're doing that tomorrow, too. Chunks' birthday tasering. Yes. Birthday tasering. And maybe we'll uh, do something with the strippers with uh, Chunks for his birthday. Nice. But it's actually something really cool that happened to me All right, well, the, the day before. before. All right. December 15th, 1989. Going way back. Bud the dog. Bud the dog is our old family husky. My parents had him way before they had me. The dog never really got... Oddly enough, both husky. Hmm. <laughs> the dog never really got along Go well with me at all. I remember that I would try to eat the dog's food and he would always bite me. What the hell is wrong with you, animal? I was a kid. I was a kid, too. I never uh, got down and tried to uh, chow on the food. I would play with his toys... And, and by that, you mean his red rocket. <laughs> and he would... Put it on the lipstick. Put it on the lipstick. <laughs> was no, it was nothing like that. And he would bite me. He had different colored eyes, and he was a beautiful dog. Mm-hmm. My whole family had loved him, especially my father. And today, he died. I couldn't be more elated. I was overjoyed. No longer would I ever have to run and hide from the evil dog. It died early in the morning. And before I could really get excited, I had to make sure that it was truly dead. I took my grandfather's cane, and I beat the, uh, the lifeless carcass to be safe. What the hell? What? I thought this was a nice one. It is. It's the best thing that happened to me. I hated that dog. Why? Because it would always bite me all the time. Well, stop trying to violate it. Stop saying, hey, do you want a snossage holding your junk in, the tan- in your why, hand? Why do you guys care? Oh, I rip, I rip a cane out from an old lady, and you guys laugh. But now I start beating the dog with a cane, and now you guys get all mad and upset. Is cane code for your... D? I ran up to my mom, and mm-hmm. I gave her a big hug. I said, Mommy, today is the best day ever. She immediately started crying. Then yelled at me and sent me to my room. I was now were they crying because they thought it was your sister? No. <laughs> but you weren't crawling inside this one. What's wrong with him? What's wrong with Matt? I'm not. I'm not even going off on that tangent. Yeah, I'm gay. Yeah. She started crying. <laughs> he beat the lifeless carcass to tenderize it for his sister's midday feeding. <laughs> What's wrong with that kid? Read your diary. <clears throat> God. Walrus. Uh, I was still getting in trouble because of that dog. But I wasn't going to let the dog get one over on me. I had Again. to get him back. I went up to its remains Ew. and bit him fiercely on the ear. You bit a dead dog on the ear? <laughs> he had to eat before his sister did. <laughs> yeah, I bit the dog on the ear. I hated it, man. I had to get it back. Vengeful. It's a stupid animal, and I'm glad it's dead, and I'm glad to this day that it's dead. If I had it now, I'd still kill it and beat it and shoot it again. Are you talking? Now we were even. 
My parents took the dog later on to the doctor and said they had to get it cremated. I didn't know exactly what that meant. But you like the cream part. But they came home with a big white box and left it on the table. I need protein. I didn't know what the box was. <laughs> so I opened it up. It kind of looked like my dad's pipe tobacco. No joke there? Nothing? I need protein. I figured that I would... I figured that I would be a good kid, so I emptied the box into my dad's tobacco container. Hopefully this will make him feel better about losing the dog. That's, uh, that's the end of that. It was really the best thing that ever happened to me. Even though I was a little kid, I really did enjoy beating the crap out of the dead dog. And it kind of hopped. Hey, it wasn't supposed to be good. It was a happy story, and I was very happy. And I don't know why everyone gets upset. Because an animal gets killed and it gets mutilated and beaten. Happens in movies all the time and nobody cares. No, you always gotta save the animal. Not to pe- you know, not to people. Nobody gives a damn. Nobody gives a damn if they die. Little dog gotta jump through the hoop. Oh, the dog made it. He didn't get blown to bits. Well, I hope the dog does get blown to bits and I get pissed off every damn time I see it. And in Jaws, when they blew up Jaws, I got pissed at that too. I cried. I hope that it ain't every one of those damn people, especially the crappy actor. But he eventually got a disease and died, so that made up for it. Good for him. Freaking wise ass. It's all fun and games, huh? When, oh, people can die and get mutilated, nobody gives a damn. But you kill, you kill, you kill an innocent animal and you're evil. Oh, if I want to go around killing uh, animals in video games like Twisted Metal Black, I should have to do it and not have to lose half my life when I'm doing it. Alright? I don't know why we gotta protect animals. You're talking about PETA, they suck. Oh yeah, let's go hug trees and save animals. I say we kill a few more of them. Alright, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. I don't even understand what you're saying there. I don't know, I'm trying to decipher what that was. I think I heard you bring up Independence Day? Yeah, Independence Day. What about that pisses you off? You know, in the tunnel, I guess when they get exploded and uh, Vivica Fox is driving in the tunnel. With their kid and the dog. With their kid and the dog, right? Mm -hmm. And they make it through the tunnel and they jump out of the way to safety. But at the last second, the little dog's got to jump through too, right as the flames come behind it and he's safe. I don't know why the dog couldn't have died. In reality, that wouldn't have happened. You know what's funny, though, when you think about it? When I went to go see Independence Day, Mm -hmm. he's kind of right. Because everyone's cheering for that dog to make it to that little door in the tunnel. And when he does make it in and the door closes behind him, which I don't even know how the door closes. I don't know how the dog closes the door. Everyone begins to cheer. Yes, it's touching. When there are literally thousands of human beings that are dying in that tunnel. The dog is innocent. He doesn't know what's going on. All he knows is something's blown up, and he has to get out of there. And he's been drug around by Vivica Fox and the kid. I want to be drug around by Vivica Fox. When that dog has the, uh, he knows what's going on in his head more than the humans do, he will have been running out of there alone without the people if he wasn't stuck in that damn car. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. That, that's always the thing. Oh, the animal is innocent. It's the same thing with little kids. You can't say anything bad about little kids. You can't have a little kid die in a movie because they're innocent. So what happens to them when they become adults? All of a sudden, they're not in, innocent. And, yeah, it's fair game. Let's just blow their heads off. Well, you yes. quit touching them when they become adults. All right. What is it with you? <laughs> that's <Why> true. <laughs> But there is an age of innocence where you are innocent for a while and you haven't really 
gotten tainted by the disgustingness which is the world. All right, what age is that? When it's all over? Mm-hmm. Around 13, 14. That's when you become an animal. You know when I first started looking at porn and cussing? First grade. And I'm not even playing. First grade. Yeah, but you still really didn't know, you know? Oh, I knew. You knew you liked it. Yeah, you did. I knew. Just trying to figure out how everything worked. Oh, I knew. And where it fit. So how does that make you, like, guilty? You're not guilty of anything. Chunk's dad taught him that. You know? When is it you've actually become uh, impure I'd much rather and evil? I told you, 13 or 14. Why are you asking me again? Andy and, a, Andy and a Popka, you're in the Hideout on Road Radio. What up, Hideout? Yo, dude. Hey, I know why uh, Chunks' dog kept biting him. Mm-hmm. Dude, you know in them cartoons, first off, a dog will beat a human out of a dangerous situation anyway. Mm-hmm. They don't give a damn about a human. They can run faster, and they got that sense. They, they ain't going to stop to uh, help anybody out. Right. Right. So forget being the last one out. He'd be the first one out waiting on the humans, panting, mm-hmm. looking at them dumb some bitches. Anyway, but <laughs> the reason Chunks keeps getting bit or kept getting bit, mm-hmm. you know in the cartoons when they see it, it looks like a turkey on a platter? <laughs> they get all hungry. See, Chunks looks like a ham walking around. <laughs> That dog kept getting him a big old, big old chunk of that spiral slice walking on legs. When Tweety turns into a little piece of chicken, right? Yep. And exactly. Sylvester's just licking his lips. Thank yep. you, Andy. Oh my God, I'm having such major deja vu right now. Really? Like even going back to Andy's phone call and us laughing about that and you saying the Tweety thing. That was freaky. Is someone in the green room? You want me to go check? <laughs> That's so weird. Uh, Jordan in Edgewater, ladies first in the hideout. What you got, Jordan? Um, um, I was just gonna say, Trunks. Yeah, you're all right. Um, all right, this is a dude. This isn't a girl. This is a little dude. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but uh, uh, but uh, Darone had you up as a girl on our on uh, our phone screen. On our, all right, then you get to move to the back of the line as a little kid. Uh, quick break. <laughs> we'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. By the way, I want to apologize to that chick who called earlier. It was uh, two of Santa's uh, reindeer were originally named Dunder. Dunder, and not Donder. No, Dunder, not Donner. And Blixum, not Blitzen. She hmm. was completely right, and we made her sound like a moron, who I apologize to her. Uh, but they are changed for our American specials and yeah, everything. No, that is true. But originally, mm-hmm. I guess back in the, the German times. Uh, ah, the good old days. <laughs> Stop. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Um, half and dubs. Oh, we came back with Pearl Jam. Did you know Eddie Vedder almost died? Really? Yeah. Like, he, uh, oh man, it was in the Rolling Stone. I was reading about it. He was on a canoeing trip. And I guess the canoe tipped over. And he, and he literally went under. And no one, like, people thought, the people he was with thought he had died. And he ends up, there happened to be a fishing boat further down the river that saved him. You know what it, What the problem was? Why he tipped over? Hmm. Didn't take a Cialis. We know when you take your Cialis, you can go uh, kayaking and... Oh, it's too funny. Hang out, uh, do uh, do camping trips. So, anyway, but Eddie Vedder is okay, but I, I read that and I was like, oh, wow. There was no news about it anywhere. Um... Oh, you know, real fast, uh, before we get to the 750-pound man, mm-hmm. uh, the second half of that audio, also Chunks' college radio tapes, which from what I'm hearing are gold, and the top ten music v- rivalries, I want to give a special thank you to the Premier Adult Factory Outlet. Now, ever since we've been here, the Premier Adult Factory Outlet has been a very, very good supporter of the hideout. 
and uh, we look forward to doing a lot of stuff with them in 2006. Most of all, I'm glad to say something that I've been thinking about, an idea that I had come up with, is finally going to come to fruition. This is something we uh, we thought of like the second day we were here. Because when we very first got here, we were doing those live commercials for the Premier Doll Factory outlet. So we went out to go check it out at 5009 South Orange Blossom Trail. Yeah, that's exactly like the uh, the first place almost that we went to in Orlando. That was like our first sightseeing thing. It genuinely was an OBT. And I walked into the Premier Adult Factory Outlet, and I was just like, I don't even know where to begin. As a guy, as a sexual being, I don't know what I want to go to first. So I thought of the idea of remember those old... Plastic butts. Whatever. Remember the old uh, show on Lifetime where you run through with a shopping cart Mm -hmm. and try to grab as much stuff as you can? If I were given that opportunity, I genuinely don't know if I'd go to toys, to DVDs, what I would go to first. And I thought it would be great for the hideout to do a live broadcast and to reward the heretics with something like this. It appears we will be doing that next week. Uh, not next week. It was going to be next week, but we, uh, we're we going to be doing it for my birthday, probably February 10th, a Friday night, where we're going to get um, some listeners to be able to run through the Premier Adult Factory outlet and grab as much stuff as they can win. And I'm so stoked about this idea and that it's finally going to be able to come through. And we met with the uh, management over there and uh, you know, great people. Imagine if you had the opportunity to run through the Premier Adult Factory outlet and grab all that stuff. I mean, it would be overwhelming. And, that, and that's why I think, that, and what the way I want to do it, first of all, it's going to be a Friday night. It's going to be my birthday night, mm-hmm. which is going to be fun. And I think what we do for the first couple of hours of the show is play some games to get the people qualified. And then they run through... And have it like a certain amount of time. I don't know if it's 69 seconds or 104 seconds, whatever we want to do, you know, whatever Premiere feels comfortable with. And then we, you know, we have them pick their stuff. Maybe have to they have to hit like a certain amount. Yeah, like we put a number out there. Whoever, like a few of them do it. Whoever comes closest wins. Right. And so I just think this is going to be badass, and it looks like it'll happen on uh, Friday night, February 10th. Again, my birthday. And you know another reason I'm stoked about having it over there for my birthday? Hmm. Heretics, run inside, buy me something. Oh, yeah. That's that. the <laughs> on-site Hefe birthday shopping. You know you're just going to have a bunch of double-ended things handed to you. Here you go. No, then I go in and I exchange it for something else. Have fun with this, buddy. You mean to tell me you would accept a sex toy from one of the heretics? If it was... it's in the package from the Premier Adult Factory outlet, hell yeah. Yeah, but I didn't think dudes gave other dudes sex toys. If it's a blow-up doll... Or one of those nice uh, fake fake, uh, fake units with the, the both inputs. That's an exception. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah a movie. Buddy. You know, you can get a movie. Oh, get the movies. You get the VHS. The everything. I'm loving it. For both hands, it's awful. What the hell was that? <laughs> You're a weirdo over there, chunks. So anyway, um, that was literally an idea that we had our second day here. And the Premier Adult Factory outlet, again, on uh, Orange Blossom Trail has come through for us. So uh, I'm very excited and thankful that for them, and I know that you guys are going to love that. Mm-hmm. I'm even thinking, too, and I, I forgot that I had had this idea, too, where we have a male division and a female division, like heat. So maybe we have two guys competing, like the guys competing running through, and then two you know, heretics and then two heretics. Like sword fighting? 
You know what? It would be interesting to see what the guys go to first and what the girls go to first. I think guys run straight to the videos. To me, that's what I would assume. Girls all over the uh, the toys and the lingerie. I'd assume. You know what? I want to be the porno unicorn while we're out there and just have a big uh, a dildo right in the middle of my head. And I'm just running around being mystical. So weird, dude. Seriously, so weird. Why? Let's take. Well, that'd be what fun? do you mean, why? Be stabbing you. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Uh, thank you to that Premier Adult Factory outlet, and let's come back with the 750 man, uh, 750 pound man. Next, uh, Unreal Radio 104.1. All right, that's from the TLC special on the 750 pound man. We uh, played, I guess, our first half of the clips yesterday mm. uh, at this time, so we'll knock out the second half of the clips tonight. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I'll have Fan J-Dubs live uh, on a Thursday night. 407-916-1041, 888 star-1041, if you have a singular wireless phone. All right, so uh, what's this next clip that we have, Chuck? Uh, or Dubs, either one of you. Yeah, I have the clips here. Uh, the, uh, th- this next one is the fat guy, a uh, 750-pound man, uh, brought snacks with him into the clinic where he's there to lose weight. So the nurse goes in to talk to him about the snacks he brought in. All right, so there's a special clinic, I think, in Ohio, and he's from Mm. Maryland. And so he's there, and he's literally a beached whale. And I wish I could... He is. And I said it last night, he's like a a bunch of dumplings uh, pieced together. I'm trying to equate it to something very visual that would... Job of the Hut is really not that far off. It's not, but, you know, that's like the standard... You know, fat guy thing. I'm trying to, you know, because, you know, I, I just want I want people to really understand how fat this guy is. So he's trying to lose weight in this special hospital. And I guess they bring in snacks. Yeah, his wife bought, brought him in snacks. So here's the nurse talking to him about the snacks. My name's Daisy. I'm the dietitian. Nice to meet you. Well, let me tell you about our meal plan here. It's It'll be consistent in carbohydrates, and that's going to be important for you to help control your blood sugars because you are diabetic. And if you'd like, we can include some snacks. I'd prefer that. Okay. Um, I'm a huge snack. And it's not great. She said you did have some snacks here. Would it be all right if maybe we took those and you just stuck with what's coming out from the kitchen? As long as I didn't have my lightsabers. I'll give up everything else. Okay. I'm willing to do what it takes. You're willing to do what it takes. As long as I can have my lifesavers, I don't care. Do you think when she first when she first saw him, the dietitian, that she kind of felt, you know, what have I gotten myself into? This isn't going to work. Well, they have a lot of people like that, like this, at that place. So she's pretty used to seeing. And that's it, what this place is. It's it, a fat farm, it, essentially. It's all for the uh, grossly obese. So everyone there is probably 500 plus mostly, but this guy is like just above and beyond. Yeah, he was 39. Wasn't it funny too when he moved his head because like his body would just stay there and he'd kind of try and like move his head left to right and look like a turtle trying to stick his head out of its shell. All right, play the next one. The next one is uh, is he meets a friend in there. He uh, he was in the fact place and uh i guess they don't really leave there so he finds a friend inside the clinic yeah string bean nathan and john instant bond the other one's 400 and made me feel really really comfortable i was talking about you earlier 
like a dog, or would you talk about it good? Or? You tell me, Bubbles. Uh, bubbles. Karen seems like we've got the same type of personality. Yeah. We like to eat. You know, kill me with a day in our lives. It's going to turn into a real bad version of Fatback Mountain. They don't know what it's like to weigh what we weigh, you know. I know exactly where you're coming from. I think we can be a big help to each other, you know. Yeah, I stick together and lose the weight together, you know. And we'll go step by step. That is the gayest fat exchange I've ever heard. Say hey, jo- string bean. Say a joke again, because I think it was lost in the uh, audio. <laughs> what, this fat back mountain? Yeah. How about he calls them bubbles? Yeah, bubbles and string bean. And it's a total, I mean, I understand it's a joke, because one's 750, the other one's like 400. And he's string bean. He's tiny. How many tinies do you think are in that Youngstown, oh. Ohio uh, fat camp? And why is that always the funniest thing? You know, you call uh, the reverse nicknames. Calling someone tiny and they're just huge. I just like a good old fat Matt. Yeah. If it's like Matt Albert, fat Matt. I like black Matt. Yeah, he was a great caller. Likes the Simpsons. What's the next one? The next one is uh, talking to the wife, uh, and uh, they, they're talking about being apart uh, the, over the phone, him and his wife. we got to get a place lined up. Get us out there and then get our stuff out there. We'll just have to find that little silver one in that rain cloud somewhere. Rain cloud my toe with a daggone thunderstorm. <laughs> I just wanted to play that clip because it's it's completely redneck analogies. Thunderstorm my toe. That sounds like the Republican analogies at the end of the show last night. We were talking politics. Mm-hmm. Play my that toe. one again. Just real fast so I can hear that analogy. Or simile or whatever it is. We gotta get a place lined up, get us out there, and then get our stuff out there. We'll just have to find that little silver one in that rain cloud somewhere. Rain cloud my toe, it's a daggone thunderstorm. <laughs> rain cloud my toe, it's a daggone thunderstorm. Dad gum. I love dad gum, that's a great one. Hell, that's a weird force to say here. Mm-hmm. Dang nabbit. What's next? The next clip is uh, the, he's talking about his uh, life and uh, how he still wants to live. He doesn't want to die uh, over being a beast. I think about death all the time. No, I'm not ready to die. <laughs> But I have no control over that. What? Mm-hmm. If the Lord says, you're gone, you're gone. Well, he has that... no control over dying. When the Lord says you're gone, you're gone. See, these people, they don't have a will to live, I don't mm-hmm. think. Because you do have a choice there. Do you, think... you, you can give up the lifesavers, who are de- which is definitely not doing the life-saving trick for you. And... Uh, Kind of start working out and save your own life. Do you think this is a form of suicide where it's not exactly putting a gun to your, into your mouth, but this is the way some people decide they're going to kill themselves? I don't think they consciously decide that's the way they're going to kill themselves. I think they get so uh, depressed that they don't really care about life anymore, and they just eat, 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 don't really care about doing the other stuff that goes along with the eating, like uh, exercising and trying to work off the excess calories that you may have just taken in, 
and really don't care to live anymore and, and die because of it. Our uh, our sweetie friend, um, Evil Magdalena up in D.C., listening on RealRadio.fm, mm-hmm. she agrees with me that he was committing suicide in slow motion. Uh, four Everything was, he did was in slow motion. Yeah, he didn't do it. He couldn't do anything fast. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Okay, we'll take a break and come back with the uh, with the last uh, last, last couple, couple of camps. Yeah, we can do that. All right, and also coming up too, a hideout headline game show, and chunks of college radio tapes. All yet to come in the Hideout on Row Radio 104.1. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. John Keats, the 750-pound man. Uh, TLC special. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Wrapping up the clips that we pulled from it. Yeah. I did not realize he was in his ho- uh, in his bed for seven years. Before he got to the uh, the clinic. Seven years. Because um, I just got this article. Somebody sent me, a junior producer sent to me. On, uh, from the Washington Post, he first went down, not being able to walk anymore, while making the couple, uh, by the way, when he got married, he was 500 pounds, by making the couple a uh, dinner of macaroni and cheese in the summer of 98. Mm-hmm. He was uh, making macaroni and cheese, his uh, knees buckled below him, and had to climb upstairs to a bed. What do you do for seven years in bed? No, here's what it says. He cooked and served chicken meals from his bed, played chess with neighborhood kids, and danced to rock music by heaving from one side to side and used the telephone to stay connected to the outside world. I would go insane. Would you really want food made by him? <laughs> or would you want to go in there and play? Imagine the stench in that place, because that guy, can, he has to get bathed. He can't really take a full-blown shower. Hey, little Billy, can you clean up my fold after a checkmate? Do you think even for one second he blamed the food? No, I don't think so. Food to him, I'm telling you, it was a whole, I think it's a whole slow slow suicide thing. Well, looking at his life, I don't blame him. No way. He had a Down Syndrome sister. (laughs) His wife was hideous. She had a nice set of teeth. Even for uh, one. A nice set of tooth. It was clean. Our Herb mm-hmm. ass says, did they cover anything as to why he didn't just get lipo? I don't think you can just get lipo when you're that big. Not at that point. I don't know. I even know if you can get the uh, the gastric bypass, whatever that's called, because it, I, I don't. How do they even cut through it? Yeah, that? I don't think you can get that deep on it. Yeah. Plus, I don't know if it would like taking him to surgery would be safe because he'd be so unstable. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? Are right, the three of them lived on? Six about about seventeen hundred dollars in disability checks and food stamps. We were wondering how they lived. This Washington Post article has all the info. Oh, you got another clip? Yeah, I have another clip. Uh, this is kind of his progress after uh, after the last clips and uh, everything he's gone through. The progress on his health. <laughs> what the? Those are death tolls. Hmm. My grandfather, my father, and John, the most important men in my world, they're all gone. <laughs> John promised them both he'd take care of me. I ended up taking care of him. <laughs> oh, come on. They John say, Keats died. Apparently, he was in that uh, Ohio hospital, and in less than two weeks, he had lost 12 pounds. But when you're that overweight... And you get put on any kind of regimen... 
you're going to drop, because a lot of it's even too, like, liquid, like you lose water weight. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so he ends up dying. What <laughs> 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 the hell's wrong with you guys? I'm just picturing the video again in my head. I love that part. That's my favorite part. All right, tonight, so far, what you loved is when your dog died and now when the 750-pound man died. It was funny. Uh, now they're at a, uh, at a, I believe, a Methodist church, and the lady, uh, the minister, goes up there to give her uh, whole, her whole uh, eulogy-type thing tribute. Friends, we are here gathered to praise God and to witness to our faith as we celebrate the life of John Keats. John was 39 years old. That's kind of young. <laughs> we live longer nowadays. <laughs> that's what the, the minister. That's, a, that's the worst tribute I've ever heard for anybody. What kind of eulogy is that? Well, uh, you're supposed to live longer. Um, I guess when you're fat, you don't. Uh, anybody else got anything? Anybody else want to throw another yeah, you thing want, of peanut uh, butter in there? You're uh, not supposed to die this young. Hmm. All right. And <laughs> when you look at the crowd that's in there, it's like 1985 with the clothes they're wearing, the hairstyles, just the 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 backwoods look that all these people have. It is disgusting. All right, now, uh, he was cremated, right? Yeah, he was cremated. All right, so he was, he was 750 pounds. I wonder if they had to do in sections, seriously, because those those things the are incinerators? not that, The incinerators, the hole that it goes in, aren't huge. I mean, they're built for a regular person, but you think 750 just, pounds is big. And she goes to pick up the... Uh, Ashes. And it's literally a cake box. I can't believe it was in a box either, you know? They didn't even put it in an urn or anything. It's in a box. Or even a nice box. I mean, it was just like flimsy cardboard. He liked cake, so we're going to put him in what he liked most, uh, a box that holds cake. Oh, my goodness. I mean, you end up not even liking this guy in this very, very supposed-to-be-heart-touching story because... He's such an idiot about his fatness and so lazy about it. All right. Now, in all honesty, is this going to be Matt Albert? Could be. If Matt Albert doesn't do something, it could be. All right. Petman says that we left out the fact that the pallbearers consisted of John Deere, Heister <laughs> forklift, and a Boone crane. That's probably the main reason why he uh, ended up getting cremated. Yeah, when they were carrying him into the uh, into the the uh, ambulance, it looked like the Mentos commercial where they picked up the little car. How do you remember that? Where do you remember? Where in your mind do you remember the crap? Do you go through? Do you have some sort of uh, joke Rolodex? And there's the Mentos section. I guess I don't know. That's only what it reminded me of. Uh, is this the, what's this last one? The, the last one, uh, you remember the uh, kid that he was talking to or the guy he was talking to in the clinic. That guy who he made friends with inside the clinic is about 500-some pounds. He's also a country singer. He's uh, well, not a terrible, ba- terribly bad voice for a country singer. He actually is 
kind of good. Uh, that guy drives all the way from Ohio to Maryland to go sing at John's funeral. <laughs> he actually passed away before I ever got to say anything. He always had a smile on his face, no Just my way of telling him, you know, goodbye. You were at rest, you know. He's been at rest in the last seven years. That is true. He did nothing but rest for seven years. God needed a dinner, buddy. <laughs> God needed a garbage disposal. Can I play my favorite clip again, please? All right, go ahead. <laughs> okay, stop. <laughs> hey, uh, let me ask you something. Do you think that, you know, I don't want to be mean, but do you think the 750-pound man or any person who dies from obesity gets into heaven? Don't, wouldn't you think that God would be pissed just because he designed the human body in a one way, and you're just destroying it? Gluttony, man. Yeah. For the Catholics, I mean, that's I bet, a big no-no. I, I would just think for, like, any Christian, the worst thing you could be is fat, because you're destroying the temple that, that God built. Mm-hmm. I would assume. Clouds don't hold that much weight, usually. That's true, too. 407 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. That guy's a complete weather system. He's not even a cloud. Yeah, he'd be having to hang out on the hurricanes. Mm-hmm. I Hurricane would... Keat. Yeah, Keats. Yeah, I... so then by that rationale, I wonder if any fat people would get into heaven. Maybe now, not. What do you call fat? Maybe that's what you call heaven. That's why it's heaven. All right, God's supposed to be forgiving, but I think I would be pissed if I gave you something and that's what you did with it. Literally, just destroyed it to where it's not even you're not even really human anymore. That's the oddest part about looking at this guy. You don't look at him as a human anymore. He looks like something completely foreign, like an animal. Hmm. I mean, when you can't even wear clothing because you aren't you aren't right for any of it. I just don't know how you allow it to get to that point. Where you're just like, hey, wait a second, whoa. Once you get to that 550 range, you think, oh, God. You would think once you hit, unless you were a professional athlete or you're just like a big guy. Because, I mean, in Matt Albert's defense, he is 6'5", 6'6". Mm-hmm. He's just a large dude. But even then, you would think, I, I'm going to max out at 300, maybe 350. And if I'm doing that, I'm going to be able to bench press uh, 500 pounds. You know what I mean? Yeah, you think that uh, if you have that kind of weight to you, it would be somewhat useful weight. It wouldn't all be, you know, pudge. All right, Real Radio Hideouts, the AOL Instant Messenger, and Pet Man's on fire. How do they cremate the fat bastard? Do they find a house on fire and toss him in or just burn the church down around him? What they did, they, they made him into a rotisserie, just the way he wanted to go. 
Do you think they pushed him in with an apple in his mouth? I right, get the hell out of here. All right, Tommy found this. Hmm. Um, Michael Edelman of New York. Guinness listed him at 994 pounds, but his ma estimated at some time he weighed more than 1,200 pounds at his heaviest. How can anybody live like that? How can the heart pump blood through that much of a body? All right. All right, Michael liked to start the day with four bowls of cereal, toast, waffles, cake, a quart of soda, and would end it with a whole pizza with the works for a bedtime snack. Now, what's funny is that that kind of sounds like Tommy's diet. Mm-hmm. And yet Tommy is a five foot five, uh, practically male model. I think you got to know your own body and know what your body can do and what it can't do. And eating like that... Being prone to fatness like that is just irresponsible. Holy Christ, look at this guy. Oh, my God, that's not even human. I think the girl with him is half his size. See, people like that can't have sex. Uh. Wait, click on the next picture I sent you. It's of a different guy. I'm telling you, when you get to that weight... Blood doesn't rush to the right parts the way it should, and there's no way you can get ready for sex. Is food that good? I love food, but damn. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm hungry. Yeah. Oh, my God. Look we at went this to the one, corral man. today. Come here. Yeah, this is uh, from three guys who went to the Golden Corral. Oh! Look at those stretch marks. Can you get those pictures up on realradio.fm? That means I have to look at them again. When your body is displacing, you know you have problems. He basically looks just like a big um, pancake. It, it looks like if you rolled him over in the funny pages, you'd have Dick Tracy's picture on his stomach. Oh, my God. Look at that. It's not even real. I mean, it's real, but it doesn't even seem real. It's like he's melting into the bed. All right, people are begging for the link. We're going to get it up on the website. All right, I'm not reading the stuff about Hooch. Please! <laughs> no, it's just not going to happen. Please. Looney in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What you got, Looney? Yo, check this. Do you think that even the dirtiest of uh, female um, sex artists would actually have sex with them? All right, here's the thing. For the amount of money, yes. Maybe for the money, but here's the thing, Morning, because sex, I don't know, maybe you could work it out where he's laying down. Here's what I wonder if a girl would ever perform. Oral. Ooh. You're you're liable to lose your head in there. <laughs> oh, you got to get these links up, Tommy. This is great oh. stuff. That needs to go on realradio.fm. Hey, let's talk to Sagari the Prophet real fast for some hideout headlines. Sagari, hideout news director, how are you? Doing pretty good. How are you, gentlemen, this evening? Uh, just learning a lot about gluttony. Yes, sir. Happy birthday to y'all. Oh, well, thank you very much. It it's is, uh, Chunks' birthday tomorrow. Chunks' birthday Happy is birthday, tomorrow. Chunks. Hey, thanks, Gary. That's so nice. I uh, hope you get everything you need for your birthday. He does. He has everything. He's in, he has a nice nest in his uh, apartment yes, that he sleeps on. Uh-huh. What's going on, Sir Gary? Well, uh, out in the Buggy Creek Road, in, in, in the half area, they, uh, the uh, semi-truck turned over today with a man. I think, think they... Oh, no. before you get to the hospital. Oh, my God. Is he okay? Uh, the way they talk, they talk that uh, he's, he's in stable condition. Oh, good. All right. Well, that's good news, then. Yes, sir. Anything else going on there, Sagari? Uh, let's see. Um, 
um, the football players that was that was in the nude on this boat. They uh, they uh, released them for f- football because they did that. Oh, it's the oh, Vikings, the, the, the love yes, boat. Yes, sir. Right, 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 right. Yeah, no, and the majority of those are black guys, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, that's uh, I don't know, black guy. Oh, no. All right, so Gary, where are you going to be on Sunday, my friend? Lord, I'll be at New Hope Everybody Baptist Church in Middle Street when the garden just past Ace Hardware this coming Sunday morning at 1030. We're going to blanch your pastor and dinner on the ground for everyone in the public's invited. Thank you, buddy. God bless you. Have a good evening. Right. You too. Mickey Mounds, born in 1953, 910 pounds. That is a, uh ironic last name for him. Yeah, go to number 20. No, I'm looking at him. Denny Welsh. He kind of looks like Sam Kennison. Yeah? His body was so swollen, it looked like he was ready to burst. Oh, he also faced criminal charges for allegedly showing pornographic videos to minors. On the stomach. He actually had a little projector and uh, used it as a drive-in theater for kitty porn. Wasn't he the guy on Jerry Springer? Yeah, he's on Springer. The one that they had to remove the wall. To oh, yeah. Doesn't Maury do those sometimes, too? Why don't we now. do those? And then, you know, these people in Orlando want to hang out with the hideout? Yeah. And just We're get nice. The, get the bed riddance in here. Slovenia's Hambone Smith. <laughs> thousand pounds. They're, they're named like serial killers. I guess they kind of are to animals. We should put together a game show, Who Weighed More? And just talk about what happened to them. And... Here's one. Name withheld. New York State. Just under 5'7". 1,050 pounds. Five seven, one thousand fifty. Can you imagine that? Yeah, I wish. Then I have a picture of that dude. That's be the size of the ball you played with uh, in uh, elementary school, pushing back and forth in the uh, in the middle of the circle. Did you guys have that big ball? What are you talking about, big ball? You guys didn't have the really really big ball. Uh uh-uh. uh. When you were a kid in school? No. Oh, we had this huge ball. We would play like a. It was bigger than us. Anybody else have these? What you do? is they had a special net for it. You were able to play uh, uh, fat ball, uh, um, volleyball with it, as well as uh, sit in the middle of a circle, and everybody's kicking it back and forth, and whatever side of the circle it gets out, that side loses. You guys in Michigan suck. It was a great game. Uh, here's I loved your, it. Here's your uh, niece, Carol Yeager of Flint, Michigan. 5'7", weighed more than 1,600 pounds at her peak. Had been fat since her childhood. That's him, Michaela, dude. Oh, dude, look at the kid's picture. Yeah, that she's bigger than that. Yeah, your 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 niece is this. You better send this link to your uh, to your fat uh, sister. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, oh my! Wow. I Dubs just took out the picture of his little niece, who's seven years old, a hundred plus pounds. Putting it next to the chick who was 1,600 pounds on this website. Is the link up on realradio.fm? Go to the uh, go to the links page, I guess. It's on the front page if you look under the links. Um, okay, cool, perfect. On realradio.fm. That, your, your niece is fatter than her. And look how she's sitting. Like, I just want someone to do me. <laughs> Please someone touch it, and not just to wash. It's actually like washing a real beaver. <laughs> oh, you know ain't nothing getting shaved either. That's on realradio.fm. Go check that one out. Actually, something that big could have a beehive. 
All right, let's take a break. They could, you're right. Stacking the hair up like Peg Bundy. Spiders could be living in there. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Hefe and J-Dubs. By the way, thank you to our buddy Lefty who sent me this 7 Dust CD. You digging it? Uh, I just got it in the mail along with the live Slipknot. Ah, nice. So I'll be listening to that. Going to see 7 Dust at the Real Rock. Our uh, sister station's doing the uh, New Year's Eve show the house of blues so thank you to them for hooking a brother up synergy you know i used to have one of uh i think his name's lejon lejon i used to have his uh one of his dreads really yeah uh they're uh they at least when i saw him uh a few of them were extensions and uh he was headbanging and one of them just flew right on me so i put it in my pocket wow man dirty dubs your niece is on the phone J-Dubs' niece, welcome to the hideout on World Radio. I'm not fat, I just have pig bones, and I like eating the candy out of the cops because it has better flavor. Leave the girl alone. Um, hey, speaking of music, Tommy found the top ten musical rivalries. All right, let me give them to you. Okay. I'll just give them to you. Not a matter of guessing, because I want, I want, like, who would... Who was left off? Who I th- who you think was left off? Oh, okay. Four zero seven nine one six. The worst list ever. One zero four one. All right. Number ten was Oasis versus their ex drummer Tony McCarroll. Do you know the story behind that? Um, I knew they broke up after the the first big album. I'm sure it's a bigger deal out in uh, England. Right. But it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. All right. Number nine, which by the way is the only rap uh, feud on here. Jay-Z versus Nas. Which, that's a big rivalry. I, I do believe it belongs on the top ten, but it shouldn't be the only rap one. Definitely shouldn't be the only rap one. Number eight, Michael Jackson versus Paul McCartney. What happened there? I think that was over the battle of the uh, who the, owned the rights to, to the, the Beatles. Beatles. Yeah. yeah. Number seven, Sting versus the Police. Six, Eric Clapton versus George Harrison. Hmm. I don't know that story either. He yeah. uh, he stole uh, George Harrison's wife. He wrote Layla about her. Oh. Uh, but even then, I don't think it was really that much of a rivalry. I think they're pissed, but they didn't go after each other. No. Number five, Blur versus Oasis. So Oasis gets two in the top ten musical rivalries. You know they they have a lot of rivalries and everything. This can't be an American list with Blur on it. And. Uh, yeah, these don't really seem like real American ones. Um, the Eagles versus each other. I don't like that. I like bands versus bands, not you know people in the bands against each other. Metallica versus Megadeth. Do you know about that one? That all has to do with David Mustaine, right? Yeah, he was. Uh, I think he was in uh, Metallica for a while, and then left to do Megadeth. He got right? booted. Oh, he got booted. Hmm. Number two, which I agree is a good one. Yeah. Van Halen versus David Lee Roth versus Sammy Hagar. That one definitely belongs up there. Probably uh, in the top three, I'd say. I think Sammy ends up winning because Roth is stuck doing radio. <laughs> I, You know, I want to listen to some of that. I'm going to find some tapes of it once it happens and just hear how terrible Roth does uh, think, at morning I think, show. I think most of the shows they're going to try to follow that are going to suck. Uh, and then number one, Axl Rose versus Bob Guccione Jr. 
Oh, yeah, and he wrote that uh, whole Get in the Ring song over it and everything. Oh, yeah. so, I don't even remember what that even started over. Wasn't, wasn't there like a, uh, a article written about him? In a magazine, and he got pissed off about it and started, you know, talking smack. So those are the top ten. What were the big rivalries that were left off? I think they're huge ones. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Yeah, like Kim Thile and Chris Cornell from Soundgarden. I mean, that was, that was a pretty big one, too. They mm-hmm. they had, like, a big falling out. Well, you always got, uh, you know, Eminem. He he always has something going on. In fact, Tim in Orlando's got one of the Eminem ones. What you got, buddy? Yeah. yeah what about ICP and Eminem? See, I to me that now maybe now, I would say that's bigger than a couple of these on here. I don't I know. Love I, don't... Their, I love their song Slim Anus. That was awesome. <laughs> uh, here's the thing too, and I think that was bigger than Detroit. I mean, I think that one really, really that, got out there. That had some legs, mostly because of Eminem and uh, the pop. It, that hit right when Eminem's. Big popularity hit. So that made it a huge thing. All right, we're going to take a quick break and come back with some of the rivalries that were left out of this top 10. Uh, 407-916-1041. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. It is El Jefe and J-Dubs talking about the top 10 musical rivalries. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Speaking of Eminem... How about Eminem versus Christina Aguilera? I think that belongs higher than some of these that are put on this top ten list of uh, music rivalries. I mean, the top ten was uh, number one, Axel Roy versus uh, Rose versus Bob Guccione Jr., Van Halen versus David Lee Roth and Sammy Hagar, Metallica versus Megadeth, Oasis made it a couple of times. But you're right, Eminem was notorious for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, versus Moby, Eminem versus ICP, versus Christina Aguilera. How about... uh? Dre versus EZ. Oh, that's a good one, dude. The whole NWA split up. That was crazy. I remember on the Death Certificate album, Ice Cube, one of the greatest songs ever is No Vaseline, when he is just laying in to Easy e to Dre, to the DOC, to all those guys. That is one of the best... What do they call them in rap? Like, um... Diss songs. Yeah. Or whatever. It's like a, a shoot. Yeah. Christina, ladies first in the hideout. What you got, Christina and Kissimmee? Um, I have Courtney Love versus uh, Nirvana when they were fighting over the rights to that last song, that unreleased song. From, or just uh, fighting over the release, uh, or just fighting over the uh, rights to the albums and the uh, all the stuff yeah, going on the there. Loyalties. No, that's a very good one, Christina. I think that is definitely a top ten one. That's huge. Uh, Chris Novoselic and uh, Dave Grohl mm-hmm. versus Courtney Love. Heretic CP in the hideout on 436. What you got? Hey, man, I was going to say the obvious one, uh, Biggie and Tupac. I mean, they ended in murder. Now, you know, and that's, to me, that's I cannot believe that's not even near this top ten list. I mean, I mean it's been uh, you know, documented and everything. It's kind of obvious. And it, I, I think it would be atrocity if it wasn't even, you know, if it was uh, number ten on here. And it's not even on the list. If it was number ten, I'd say, wow, that's way too low. Now, I had also, too, I mean, I like I said, I read the article. I just finally finished the article on Rolling Stone about the Biggie Tupac Suge Knight LAPD cover-up. And uh, the whole thing that was going on there. Um, all right, how about another good one? 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. How about this? A number three on here is Metallica versus Megadeth. How about Metallica versus Napster? Mm-hmm. That, like, changed the way we do music online. Yep. 
Definitely. That was huge. Everybody was talking about it. There were, uh, you know, MTV was doing bits on it all the time. How about Ludacris versus Bill O'Reilly? Honestly, I think that's a good one. Mm-hmm. And Ludacris won, by the way. Well, he's still doing what he's doing. No one's uh, stopped buying his albums because Bill O'Reilly told a bunch of old white Republicans not to. What a stupid ass. All right, Matt Albert says, Brett Michaels had a falling out with his hairline. <laughs> <laughs> Brett Michaels versus genetics. By the way, Matt Albert, you're also losing that battle, too. Mm-hmm. Mr. Miyagi, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What you got, Mr. Miyagi? What's going on, fellas? Hey, dude. Hey, man, I wanted to say, I don't know if you guys feel the same way I do about it, but I, Motley Crue, man, back when uh, Vince Neil and Tommy Lee were going through it, mm-hmm. I mean, I kept, that broke up one of the one of the best the, rock and roll bands, I think, of all time. They were huge, and yeah, you're uh, right. it all fell apart. That, that happens so much, though, with uh, bands. They You spend so much time together, heads get inflated, and then it all blows up right in their face. 407-916-104. Now, how about this one? Talking about the Metallica versus Napster, Pearl Jam versus Ticketmaster. That was huge. They uh, they That's refused another to go one. through um, Ticketmaster. That's another one I think that changed, just kind of like dealings. I it, we wished it changed it, but it seems like it's only gotten worse since. Um. All right, Lester Big Hand says Cool Mo D versus KRS One. Wasn't Kumo D like almost uh, shunned by the rap community because he went on the Grammys the year they didn't uh, honor the Gram? I mean, uh, they didn't honor the rap section. I forgot about that. Yeah. David in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What you got, David? Yeah, I got a uh, MC Hammer versus the Repo Man. <laughs> All right, that that's a good one. Uh, that one, MC Hammer lost. Mm-hmm. Repo I, Man won that one. And I love how he can make a joke about it too, and he's doing all those financial commercials now. I think it's good. You know, and when you're at that point, you're like, I just want a taste of the money again. Give me something. I'll I'll sell myself out. Tom and St. Cloud, you're in the hideout. What you got, Tom? Hey, how you doing? Um, what about uh, Nirvana versus uh, Pearl Jam? Was there a beef between them, uh, Tommy? Yeah, it was more from, like, Nirvana's side. Uh, yeah. Going after they, were, they, yeah. they wouldn't really tour uh, around where they were. They wouldn't do the uh, the uh, MTV shows yeah, and if then they were on it. They kind of ended up squashing, I think, backstage at like an MTV Awards. And then that was also the time that Dave Grohl started up with Axl Rose. Cause yeah. Actually, uh, Dave Grohl and Kurt Cobain yeah. and Courtney Love started, Thank you, Tom. Up, uh, started fighting with Axl. Now, uh, how about Pearl Jam? I don't know. If it's really not about like Pearl Jam versus Creed, that's more of a fan battle, because a lot of people consider them rip off, Creed a, a complete rip off of Pearl Jam. How about Scott Stab versus the rest of the band? By the way, I read the uh, the review of uh, Stapp's. <laughs> oh man, he just Are they gets, ripping he got. I mean, I've never seen someone torn apart like that. Didn't uh, um, Limp Bizkit have a few of those robberies going out there too? Right. Well, Fred Durst versus like all the pop stars, mm-hmm. which I think was all just hype. Yeah, it was big hype. Britney. Andrew, listen up in D.C. You're in the hideout on our radio. What you got, Andrew? Hey, how about Leonard Skinner and Neil Diamond? Is that real? I never heard of that. Uh, that wasn't over? it in like Freebird and Southern Man? I have no idea, dude. I have no idea about that. Hmm. Yeah, remember Fred Durst said he slept with Britney, and then she mm-hmm. said it wasn't true, and then they started going back and forth. Yeah, that was pretty big. Uh, How about Sinead O'Connor versus the Pope? 
Although I think the Pope won. Actually, it was Limp Biscuit versus what was that other white rapper with Black Jesus and everything? Everlast. 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 Limp Biscuit. Back and forth for a little bit. I forgot about that. And nobody won with their music. I say House of Pain won. Bob and Kissimmee, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Bob? JD Kiss versus 50 Cent. Is that the big one right now? I know the 50s got a couple things going on, and what I believe is just complete wrestling gimmick stuff. But is it is it him versus Jada? Yeah. All right, thank you, Bob. And what isn't 50 Cent uh, having a feud with uh, what's that? Uh, what's the magazine? Hmm. That's been repping him a lot. Uh, the big rap magazine. Source. I think so. Hey, speaking of 50 Cent wrestling, doesn't he look kind of like a black version of John Cena from the WWE? That's not that's not a bad. Uh, that's who I comparison. think of every time I see him. By the way, his movie's so tanked. Oh, did it? Yeah, it didn't do well at all. I wonder if it was any good. You know, I wanted to go see it, but it's not one of those things where I'll wait till it comes out in video. Oversaturation, man. That's mm-hmm. a big problem with these rappers. They don't even real. I figure they're trying to cash in just so fast because they're afraid it could be gone in an instant. Well, imagine that. He's selling the merchandise, the albums, the movie, and a video game. And the video game, it's too it's much, man. Everywhere. Quick break, we'll come back more uh, with your feuds, because I honestly think you guys are coming up with better feuds than whatever this top ten was. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 1041 star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Top 10 musical rivalries. Mr. Mom and Del Tony here in the hideout. What you got, Mr. Mom? All right, I got, uh, well, how you guys doing, by the way? Hey, hey, we're great. great. Thank you for asking. Good, man. How about Easy e versus AIDS? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> we, know, <laughs> we know who won that one. Thank you, Mr. Mom. We're all losing that battle. <laughs> Those have been fighting it for seven years now. Mm. Um, Damn you, Mom. Let's go to uh, Juan in Orlando. What's up, Juan? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, actually, I have a couple. I got um, Yoko Ono and the Beatles and Suge Knight and Vanilla. Uh, you know what? Yoko and the Beatles. How is that not anywhere in there? You're right. That's, That's huge. And Suge Knight versus who? Vanilla Ice. Oh, I forgot about Suge Knight and Vanilla Ice. Now, is it true about Suge Knight holding Vanilla Ice out over the, uh, uh, like on the a balcony? Yeah, around? hanging them over a balcony, telling them to better sign over the the uh, the rights to that song. And Vanilla Ice has gone back and forth on that one. Mm-hmm. So, he says it has happened. He says it never happened. Yeah, well, people who are usually involved with Suge tend to go back and Don't forth. Don't say on, his name. Uh, David Orlando, are you going to say the same thing, Suge Knight and Vanilla Ice? I got another one. How about two live crew against the United States and the government? You know what? Two live crew versus Congress. That's a you know what? That's a great one, Dave. You're smart, man. Good one. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one. That was huge. Right, someone called up about Neil Diamond versus who Skinnerd. Dave in Orange City has more info on that. What you got, Dave? Yeah, did he actually say Neil Diamond versus Skinnerd? I think that's what he said. All right, well, actually, it was Neil Young versus Okay, Skinner. that makes okay. more yeah, sense. Yeah, I was like, what the hell is Neil Diamond? Yeah, all right, thank Neil Young wrote Southern Man mm-hmm. and that so offended the members of Leonard Skinner that they wrote a song in rebuttal, which turned out to be one of their biggest hits. Okay, all right. All right, well, cool. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate the info, bro. All right, man. 
All right, Stevie Wonder lost the battle with the solar eclipse he stared at, according to Matt Albert. Hmm. I don't think that's how it happened. I don't think it is either. Has it ever happened? Has it ever damaged anybody's sight uh, staring at the solar eclipse? They say not to look at it, but I don't believe them. I always look at it. Here's what I like to do. I can't, I can't stand holding that shoebox with a little hole in it. I like to hold up a toddler <laughs> to block it. That's your visor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nightmare Dave in South Orlando in the hideout. What's up, Heretic? How are you? Yes, pretty good. Uh, I'm actually not so good because uh, Saturday i got to be out of my apartment and I don't have any place to move yet. My parents are deciding whether or not they're going to let me crash at their place for a while until I find a place. Were you getting evicted or what? No, my my apartment lease is coming up and they want to raise my rent 100 bucks and I can't afford to go up another 100 bucks, so I told them, you know, that's, see, they're supposed to give you 60 days' notice. Well, they they did, but I've been looking around, but nobody has anything available till like, January or February. Ah, I got Like, gotcha. nothing is just, like, and the two times I've tried to go get places, every time I'm on my way, the vehicle I'm in breaks down. <laughs> I'm back to ride, driving my motorcycle again because the engine went in the car I was driving when I was borrowing. Wow, you have some terrible luck you right now. You really do. Hey, you got you got so, one of these rivalries? Yeah, I got a rivalry. And one more, uh, one quick thing, though, uh, when you earlier when you guys were talking about the uh, stuff with the Premier Adult Factory mm-hmm. outlet and mm-hmm. uh, J-Dub said he want to run around like a unicorn, yeah. I think what you need to do is uh, dress up. It reminds me of the movie Orgasmo. Somebody needs to dress up as, as Orgasmo, and he can dress up as Chota Boy. Yeah, Chota Boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now the rivalry is, uh, I think... I'm curious to see if Hulk Hogan, since now he started doing music, I guess, a little bit, shoots back at Macho Man for his rap song he made called well, yeah. Be a Man, where he called out Hulk Hogan. Yeah, be a man, Hogan. Yeah, totally. Uh, thank you, Nightmare right, Dave. Dave. All right, the Swami has a couple. How about Millie Vanilli versus that record player that skipped and skipped and skipped? Or <laughs> Ashley Simpson versus her drummer? Because remember, she blamed the drummer on playing the wrong song on SNL. Lester Big Hand says Matt Albert versus a Chinese buffet. All right, so now it's not even buffet about... Buffet loses. And Petman says Elton John won the war over the tube steak. So now it's just <laughs> trying to involve... Dude, he's on fire today. Petman is. He's going to get the IM award for the night. Tommy, you're in the right. hideout. What you got, friend? I got two. I got uh, Dixie Chicks versus Bush. Mm-hmm. And then, that's a great one. That, that actually, that's a very, very good. Is or that, even uh, what's the other uh, big country guy who's uh, all red, white, and blue? That's because uh, that started the whole "Hey, you're unpatriotic" thing. That whole mm-hmm. thing that the Dixie Chicks did. Toby Keith. Toby Keith. Yeah, Toby Keith versus Dixie Chicks. That's is another the only good one. Uh, country yeah. guy I know. So that was pure luck. <laughs> what's the other one you had, Tommy? And, um, I think it was Usher versus Bush when he says I hate black people. All right, that was no, actually Kanye West. Kanye West. <laughs> no, I got you. Hey, thank you, Tommy. Don't look the same to me. I don't know what they're calling. That's Dubs' dad on the phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike <laughs> in Orlando. Hey, how about Jenny Jackson and uh, that top she was wearing at the Super Bowl? That stupid bitch ruined radio. Making everybody scanter off the satellite now because of that whore. I'll never forget her. Even, forgive her, even though as much as I love that song, If. If she had a goddamn brain. Do we have that song? It's probably not in there. That was a good one, though. That was a sexy song. <clears throat> Ladies first in the hideout, Sheila in Winterhaven. What you got, Sheila? I got a Godsmack versus Alice in Chains. Wasn't Godsmack? Yeah, wasn't... Alice in Chains did a song named Godsmack and used one of their uh, symbols that they had on their album. Well, no. here's the thing. Uh, Godsmack used to be an Alice in Chains cover band. That's how they yeah. started. 
And right. that, that was their name of the cover band was Godsmack, where, you know, a lot of times, like, the... Uh, the U2 cover bands, the uh, all the different cover bands, they'll take like a, a name of a song mm-hmm. and make it their name. And they actually kind of hit it off with some of their original stuff and kept the name. Um, so, I mean, there it is, the top ten musical rev- rivalries. Uh, I really think that, yeah, I think that this the, the original list was crap. What was the original list on? Where'd you find it, Tommy? Askmen.com. See, not every time with these Askmen.com lists. Because Tommy came up with a list of like 15 that are infinitely better. I always wanted to see Axl Rose and Vince Neil fight. They like were, actually fight? There was actually talk of them actually fighting. At oh, that would been awesome. I remember Vince Neil actually, I remember this MTV interview where he's like, I want to get in the ring with Axl. You guys ask me what I want for Christmas. I want Axl in the ring. Axel would get his ass kicked against anybody. That wiry bastard. I think he could throw a few good ones. He could but probably he... scratch really well. Mm-hmm. But you put some gloves on him, he can't do nothing. All right, Bobo says satellite versus terrestrial radio. That's the next big music war. Mm-hmm. I'll have to wait and see who wins. I just love the people who say that satellite won't make it. It's just so close-minded. Because when you really think about it, I mean, it's so... Broadcast television, cable television. That's exactly what it is. I think both of them will be around forever now. Uh, There's no doubt. And I think uh, sooner or later they're going to do the thing just like on uh, cable and satellite TV where you can get your local channels on your receiver and do that kind of thing. Exactly. I think they're going to have to. I think it's it'll, it will morph. Mm-hmm. And I honestly believe it's better for everybody. You know, it spurs on competition. Yeah, stop fighting it so bad and kind of embrace you, it. You can, yeah, what, what am I going to do, fight the Internet? What are we, one of those guys uh, in 1998 that says, I'm not getting on this Internet bandwagon. Oh, that's not going to do anything. I don't believe in this dish that you set outside of your uh, house to get these other foreign stations. Why would I pay for television? When it's free. It's asinine is what it is. Uh, let's take a break and come back with the uh, Hideout Headline Game Show. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Here's what we have for you to win tonight. Perfect Dark Zero for Xbox 360. Players must guide the game's character, Joanna Dark, on her journey to become the perfect agent. Featuring compelling and a captivating story, Perfect Dark Zero plunges players into the world of corporate espionage and conspiracy for you guys that have the Xbox 360, we also, too, have uh, some games for the Nintendo DS and a four-pack of tickets to see a badass movie, which I think it's going to be The Ringer, starring Johnny Knoxville, coming up next Tuesday. Quick quick break, come back, get caught up on today's headlines and win some prizes. And the beautiful hideout massage therapists are here, Kimmy and Kat. Whose night is it tonight for a massage? Well, can't we both have one? Fair enough. There's and Tom, two girls. Tommy needs to get some, too. Because I know Tommy has a... Well, we need to start working then. Get to work, ladies. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Coming up, Hideout Headline Game Show. First, though, a couple of verses. All right, Petman says, what about John Denver versus the Cessna Plane? Ooh, Lester that's a Big, good one. Lester Big Hands, uh, him and Kayla versus High Blood Pressure. <laughs> well, that one's yet to come. The Swami says, how about the most important rivalry to this show? 
hereticshideout.com versus hideoutheretics.net. One of those sites is great. How about her versus the belt line? Dude, I got a picture of her, and she's hot. I actually got <laughs> proof. And uh, Matt Albert rounds it up. Uh, George Michael lost the battle against the undercover rest stop cop, which is one that I had for- completely right. forgotten about. He might have won that battle. All right, let's do the Hideout Headline Game Show. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. Welcome to the Headlines Game Show. Time to see what you think you know. Can you walk the smart guy talk or are you livestock? Try open your eye and see what you can find. You might just win a prize. <laughs> Is the trick? Are uh, you sheep? I'm sorry. Gonna sleep on your feet. It's a new Brian Pepper's uh, Photoshop involving nice. one of the fat bastards we saw the uh, pictures from earlier. Headline. Come here, you gotta see this, Dubs. <laughs> He's hiding behind the bed, behind the guy. It's like 200 pounds. Wait, is that one up on the website? No, I just got it. I'll put up. Yeah. You'll eat for days on those ankles. All right, here we go. Hideout headline game show. Yeah, that's, what he, that's what he says. My God, it's a smorgasbord. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. Five categories: world, national, local sports, and entertainment. Those people who were on hold to talk about the rivalries get first dibs in the Hideout Headline Game Show. So we will go to Brian in Leesburg. Which category would you like, Brian? Yeah, let's go to sports. All right, here's sports with uh, Douche Childeron. Uh This is going to be fill in the blank. What quarterback in the NFL has the NAACP outraged because of a column written about him? That is correct. I was he go- always has a racial thing going on. I him. was going to see what's going on with McNabb because I saw file footage of him on Fox. All right, what's the story on this? I guess what's going on is, you know, he came into the NFL and he liked to scramble, mm-hmm. which apparently is, now this is not my saying, this is what they're calling it, playing black. And I guess Who said that? I, I, that's what like that's how they're analyzing like quarterbacks. Like if you're scrambling, just you're... like Rush said, he he was talking about the black quarterback and everything, and how it, you know they they're all legs and no arm. That's what he that's how he got in trouble. And I guess McNabb now is trying to play from the pocket, which he says most great quarterbacks do. And I guess that's labeling him as playing white. Okay, so I I love how these ass wipes forget about John Elway, mm-hmm. Steve Young. What were they playing black? Of course not. It's There's such the a... Jeff Garcia's who are still out there. They... Well, he's playing gay. I've got, a, <laughs> I've got a quote if you want no. it. Yeah, let me hear it. Uh, the guy wrote that uh, McNabb's tendency to run the ball early in his career not only confused defenses, it also thrilled Eagles fans, and that abandoning that element by claiming that everybody expects black quarterbacks to scramble not only amounts to a breach of faith, but also belittles the real struggles of black athletes who've had who've had to overcome real racial stereotypes. Typecasting. Oh my God! In addition what, what, to downright segregation. What about like a uh, Byron Leftwich who can't scramble? Yeah, he's a uh, what's his name? He looks like um Gary Coleman. Gary Coleman. That's just so asinine, man. People are the big thing though is, is especially Steve Young and uh, John Elway. That's yeah. what they did. That's how they made their money. That's how they were great. Also, who's uh, been on hold for a while, RK and Brevard, you're next up. What do you want, world, national, local, or uh, entertainment? Let me get national. All right, here's national. National is going to be true or false. A co-worker sues over lottery jackpot because he was off work the day the ticket was purchased. 
<laughs> I hope that's I would not. I just say truth. That is correct. That's so stupid it has to be true. Hold on, RK. You're a winner, my friend. Yeah, it was like a $315 million jackpot. And so it's one of those things where the whole company decides we're all going to buy some lottery tickets, we'll split it. Right, and his claim is because he always was one of the guys who was in on it, because he was off work that day, he still should have some rights to it. Did he put money in? No, he was absent that well, day. Well, then guess what? You don't have a... You don't have a case. Yeah. You didn't put any money in. I don't care if you usually do it. If you didn't throw any money in, hey, you're, I'm sorry, you lose. You didn't lose out on anything, so why should you uh, try to you saved cash your, in? Yeah, you saved your dollar. Stanley in Orlando, you're next up in the hideout. Uh, thank you for holding okay. patiently. World okay. local or entertainment? Hey, buddy. Hey. World local or entertainment? Uh, I'm going to go with the world. I hear you going with the world, Stanley. All right, world is going to be multiple choice. Mm-hmm. Iraqi security forces caught the most wanted man in the country last year. He was just recently released. Why? The court ruled him innocent. He pled insanity. They didn't know who he was. Or he said Saddam had a control over him and he was being blackmailed. A, B, C, or D, Stanley? I'm going to go with C. Which one was that? C was the, uh, they didn't know who he was. That is correct. Apparently I make these way too easy. Uh, what's the st- who do we have? Zarqawi? yeah. We had Zarqawi? It says here that uh, the security forces caught him, but he was released because uh, they didn't know who he was. That's <laughs> what the Iraqi uh, deputy minis- minister of uh, interior said on if, Thursday. If you have anything to do with this war at all, how do you not know who Zarqawi is? That's what he looks we, like. Yeah, we got Osama. Are you kidding? No. I'm not. That's insane to me. Uh, you know, we did politics last night. I can't do it again tonight. I just can't do it again tonight. I lost it yesterday. My inbox can't handle it. <laughs> do they send them to you? Because they don't send mm. them to me. I had a few. I respond with an LOL, you're brainwashed ass. And they never respond back. <laughs> Dakota and Keenanville next up in the hideout. You're left with local or entertainment. What would you like, Dakota? Local, sir. All right, here's local. And thank you for the sir. Finally, some respect. <laughs> Five or oh, this is that to the third floor. Go ahead. This is going to be true or false. Five Orange County Sheriff's deputies were disciplined for their role in a fatal chase that killed a brother and sister from Haiti. Oh, uh, true. That is correct. Ah, come I on, s- Deuce Cho. We, we'd like to have some prizes left uh, over here at some point. Yeah, my what, mistake. What's the story on this one? I guess that uh, two of the guys, the reason I guess this is a big story is uh, two of the of the deputies were uh, the highest ranking officers. But I guess they didn't follow procedure when they followed a chase. They should have stopped. Why'd the music stop? <laughs> You've been talking for too yeah. long. Keep on droning on and on. Jesus, I'm going to stab my eye. All right, let's go to uh, Tim and Castleberry. You're going to round it out with entertainment. You ready? Yeah, man, what's going on? Hideout. Hey, buddy. Here's uh, entertainment news with <clears throat> Deuce Chill. Entertainment is true or false? True. Coolio will be filling in for his son, Romeo, who has dropped out of the reality show Dancing with the Stars. Due to... Uh, that's false. Well, of course, you're right, because you got it, because I couldn't finish. <laughs> you're, hold on, you're a winner, Tim. Hey, Deuce, why don't you try... Uh... And why was it false, Tim? He doesn't have... No, he's on hold because he already won. Does anyone know the answer? Because Master P is uh, Lil Romeo's... That's right. ...father. 
Really? So yeah. everyone How do you won? know that? I don't know. Make him say, I watch uh, it. I couldn't uh, fool one listener? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> you fooled your girlfriend in the third grade because it turns out you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> mo, 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 mo. Give him the other one. The big one. so great. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back, Dubs. Mm -hmm. That's the Hideout Headline Game Show, by the way, brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture Market. Save 40 to 70% off every day at the Wholesale Furniture Market, the only place to shop for awesome furniture at ridiculous prices. Stop in, see for yourself. Uh, Dubs' is Uncle Joe Dubs over there, Big Dog Steve. It's in Castleberry. It's right next to Sam's Club. Uh, go check those boys out. They got some great stuff at the Wholesale Furniture Market. Chunks, apparently uh, you went to school for six and a half years for radio. Yeah. And we have your tapes. Yeah, I know. From when you were at George Mason University. 2003, uh, I believe it was in October. How are they, Dubs? They are atrocious. Oh, I mean, I, maybe you great for us. Not good for him. It sounds like he's sitting in his room alone trying to practice. Yeah, like, like, like when kid. you, yeah, like when you're a kid, and you just got the boombox in your uh, Amy Grant tapes. I think it was a practice studio. I actually did that, but my my wacky morning show when I was growing up in Dallas when I was playing DJ, mm -hmm. NXS Kiss or Kick. I talked up that whole record. I did a show called The Grind, and I actually had like one of those little socket wrenches, and that was my wacky little uh, sound effect. Mojo and Weasel. Mm -hmm. no, I'm not lying about that. It was sad. Yeah. Come back with some NXS. What NXS do we have? We have anything off the Kick album? Oh, it's great. Devil Inside. Yeah, man. I thought it was cool. I remember being so just like weirded out when Michael Hutchins died, and not when like wondering really what happened to him. I think it was at Mix when that happened. Mix 100. Oh, really? Yeah, in Lubbock, Texas. Mix 100 and Maverick. In excess. All right, quick break. We come back. We hear the Chunks tapes from two years ago, right before he interned, I guess, for us and Ron and Fez. Yeah. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Thursday night in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Coming up, J-Dubs, tomorrow. Uh... Confused little girl be coming into the studio to plug their show at the House of Blues on Saturday night. Also, too, it is Chunks' birthday show. Bring up Chunks some uh, gifts, and he has to take a taser shot mm -hmm. for something that he did earlier in the week. You owe a helmet of pain stunt. Yes, I do. Tuttle owes an, a helmet of pain stunt for fantasy football. Also, too, we'll talk to Mark Santamon over fantasy football. And the girls from the dollhouse will be coming into the studio to see how we perform during an IQ test with what we're calling pud pressure. You know, since uh, Mark Sandmont really is our fantasy football guy and he hasn't got to experience the stunts, maybe I'll deal with him on the phone during our fantasy football segment tomorrow. You come up with one. I think it's badass. Mark's I like that idea a lot. So that's all in tomorrow night's hideout. On this very... Uh, uh, listen, on uh, your local station. Uh, right now it's uh, Real Radio. Yeah, look at local listings. There's another Brian Peppers email to us. Uh-oh. Um, all right, Dubs, let's talk about oh the Chunks uh, tapes. Yeah, we have the uh, Chunks tapes from WGMU over uh, George Mason University right by Washington, D.C., where 
Chunk spent six and a half years trying to get a degree in radio. <sighs> That's sad. Um, all right, six and a half years getting a comm degree. Yeah. So uh, I have about nine tracks from Chunks' uh, air checks. We're going to do four today, five tomorrow. Oh, nice. We're going to split these up into two days. They're that good, and they can be used uh, now, more than once. Now, should we set the standard with the Hooch College tapes? Okay, yeah, we can play the Hooch College tapes. Now, I just want you to compare and contrast. I think Hooch is infinitely better than what Chunks was. Hooch, our former intern in the hideout. Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, are we done looking for interns? Is no one else wow you, Chunks? Not really. All right, it's just Gibbs, then. Yeah. Gibbs, the pressure's on you, my friend. He's got a lot of work. <laughs> Welcome. You're going to see uh, why Putin's ready to kill himself. Uh, all right, here's Hooch's uh, take. Welcome back. That was oh, new stuff from voice. the Suicide Machines. And before that was some MU330, some more of that dog. And I played Biz at the top of that set. Um, they're one of my favorite bands as well, and I'm sad that they're no longer together. Up next, I've got some new Dillinger Escape Plan, some new Not a Surf, which I'm stoked on, <laughs> and some new Against Me. They played here on Sunday. It was an amazing show, apparently. I did not go. I missed out. But, uh, yeah. Got some new Dropkick Murphy, some new Death Cab for Cutie, and I've got about a half hour left. So if you want to hear something, give me a call. The number here is 407-646-2915, or you can log online at WPRKDJ.org, where you can uh, chat online and request songs and also watch the playlist as it goes up. And you can also listen online. So once again, the number is 407-646-2915. And that was Hooch from her uh, former intern, her uh, college radio show. You know, I have all my college radio tapes. Let me find them. Really? And we can bring them. I have all my old stuff. I don't keep anything. When I was Maverick at Mix 100, when I was Alex Cruz, and then El Jefe in the Edge Zone, too. I got all that. Nice. All right, Matt Albert's wondering if the crackling in the background is the popcorn she was making. <laughs> <laughs> right in the stove top. <laughs> Chunks, you are no better than Hooch right now. Yeah. Actually, I'd say you're a little worse. Uh, we're going to start with uh, Chunks talking about the morning. Just the morning. R.E.M. on WGMU, George Mason University's radio station. All right, hold up. Pause Turn around it. the world on WG. All right. What the hell's in your throat? <laughs> Wait, did you just get done with a mandate? I think I had a cold. Kind of like I do. I think he was actually trying to sound. Oh, is that your radio? Is that your radio voice? No. (laughs) I had a cold. Oh my god! How about a little energy? What is this? With a smile. Is this an overnight shift? No, it was kind of late at night though. I think it was probably like twelve. Good. They need to bury you in the middle of the night. I was. I was in a little room. All right, let's hear it. GMURadio.com, Mason Cable <laughs> Channel 22. All right, hold on, pause it. <laughs> he was doing his Harvey Vi- Firestein impression. Are, yeah. Are you sitting on the pot trying to poop? <laughs> My voice is bad at the time. Here's a question. Is your radio partner Kyle in your throat? <laughs> 
This is pre-Kyle days. Mm. Oh, that's right. You you added Kyle and kicked it up a notch. (laughs) Oh, my God. This is awful already. (laughs) All right. We got to keep on going, though. I'm sorry. Go ahead. AM 650. (laughs) Now, some of you have asked me. Al, do you mean 6.50 in the morning? And I say, oh, God, no. <laughs> I didn't even know that 6.50 in the morning existed. Oh, God, no. In fact, I didn't even know there was a morning until my neighbor told me. Yeah, get this. He said, I go to work in the morning. <laughs> well, after consulting Webster's Dictionary for the definitions of the word work and morning, I decided, no way, not for me. I'll just play hits. Speaking of which, Andrew W.K., up next on WGMU, Future of Music. Now. Was that like a bad segue? That was a very bad segue and a very bad pre-thought-out bit that he tried to pull off there that didn't even sound. Let me ask you, did you have it, did you write out, were you reading what you, like, did you write it out? No, not at this point. Uh, It was a little later on where I decided I had to write down kind of what it is I wanted to say and not just spout out random crap. It's the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. These are the Chunks College Tapes. All right, the next one. Hold on, Deuce Jill's got something. And All that right. line of that, I never knew the morning existed. Everyone uses that, and it sucks. I've never used it. I've never even heard that before. That. All right, well, Matt Albert it. says he sounds like he has bedhead and he's wearing slippers. Deuce Jill. What's head going on? Oh my God. <laughs> Matt Albert goes. He had to listen to this all the way from Sanford to Orlando without laughing in his car. <laughs> I guess when y'all were coming in from the auto train. Why would you play this for anybody voluntarily? Hey, I want you to hear my college tapes. I don't, great. I don't, think, I don't think I'd play this one, and I didn't want to listen to him talking, and the car only has like a tape player. So buy a regular tape. My uh, Lauren buy Hill. slippery one wet. Do something. I got a Lauren slippery Hill tape. Wet. <laughs> I got a Lauren Hill tape, but it's kind of worn out. All right, here, let's do the next one. All right, the next one's a weather read. And, uh, well, just listen to it. Hang up, son, WGMU, George Mason University. You're so high. Hold on. You're you're so high. Mm, He has to be stoned. He sounds dumber than normal. WGMU. I had a cold, man. It's like what, PCU? Was that the name of that stupid movie? Everybody gets laid. (laughs) Hey, I say nope to dope. Shut the hell up. Are I you about to go uh, to a party where P-Funk's playing? I wish you'd OD. All right. WGMURadio.com. It warmed up a little bit today. Tomorrow will <laughs> be warmer. Highs in the mid to upper 70s. And the weekend is threatening clouds and maybe some rain. But it doesn't matter because football's on. Football, yeah! <laughs> 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 Okay, uh, this is our executive producer. I'm yeah. so ashamed. This, this is, is way back in the day, man. This No, this, this was is two years ago. This is 2003. Two years, two months ago. It's getting warmer. Chunks is getting dumber. That's what it should have said in the forecast. Or I'm sorry, Big Al. That's right. All right, and Tommy brings up a good point. That Chunks was infinitely stupider when we first met him. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened with him. But now, uh, these next ones. Do you want to break and then uh, get into the last ones? All right. I guess we're going to have to because we've been told we need to break on time. Yeah. 
show's flying by tonight. We're so packed, we got so much stuff to get to. 407-916-1041, Should we have people grade chunks? Uh, I want to save that for tomorrow, because that's part of uh, what's going on with tomorrow's uh, audio, too. Oh, you son of a bitch. All right. Quick break. We'll come back with more of the Chunks College tapes in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Thursday night in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. It is El Jefe and J-Dubs. 407-916-1041, Right now in the middle of the uh, Chunks College tapes from his days at George Mason University. And this is just the first leg of them. We'll have uh, a bunch more tomorrow. And I kind of consider these ones the warm-ups. The actual big game is tomorrow. All right. Well, let me hear the rest of these initial, the appetizers then. All right. These ones uh, are talking about Thanksgiving. WGMU, George Mason University's radio station. I'm Al, and I mentioned the fact that Thanksgiving is coming up soon. And I don't know about you, but sometimes my family likes to break tradition, and we all go out to eat. You know, you go out, uh, get a little festive, tell jokes. You know, everything goes real nice, right? Until you got that little kid that comes in at the table next to you and starts screaming. Well, my friends, I have a little remedy um, for that little problem. What I like to do is this. When the kids are not looking at me, I take a scoop of the mashed potatoes, you know, that they put on the plate, and I haul it at that little brat full speed. The kid shuts up. Like that. <laughs> Catch 22 in a few. Thank you, Speaker On WGMU, Future Music, now. This is Andrew Bird. Shock jock. Shock jock. I'm Shock throwing jock. mashed potatoes at children. Look out, I'm Wacky Nunu. WGM, screw you, man. Mm. WGM, screw you. That is just awful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah well. Now, do you give out the uh, the uh, actual phone numbers for the Planned Parenthoods when you're doing this abortion? <laughs> Some people would call it entertaining. In oh. a bad way. In a very, very bad way. I guess it's entertaining now. Uh-huh. To, you know what I want you to do? I need you to talk to Catherine and Dan. I want you to do a weekend shift here. Really? That'd be great. I want you to come in and spend some of the real radio week uh, music weekends. Actually, uh, we need you guys to go, go in the archiver from this uh, past weekend and get the call-ins from Chunks out uh, doing his uh, live appearance. Oh, really? Yeah, I've heard. I wish you had smothered yourself with the mashed potatoes. <laughs> it looks like you had about seven helpings. Mm, thanks. If you threw some at the kid, maybe you'd lose some weight. Burn a little Bad calories. Bastard. All right, what's the next one? The next one's another Thanksgiving one. This is actually stopping here. on WGMU, heard around the world on WGMURadio.com, Mason Cable Channel 22, and soon AM650. Now, thank you. <laughs> oh, nice. Up, and Congratulations. I've been reminiscing over Thanksgiving anecdotes, and I find it funny how everyone. At least, you know, everyone has one nut in their family that, you know, only seems to come out at Thanksgiving and make uh, a fool of himself, you know? That's you, Chuck. No one really knows who he's related to. You know, he just eats the food, itches himself, tells obscene jokes, and scares the youngins. Uh, he gets youngins. festive, and then he passes out in the neighbor's lawn with his pants off. Yeah. 
STP <laughs> on WGMU. What the hell? What was the point of that? <laughs> nice. Was that a bio? <laughs> nice way out of it, too, buddy. I don't know, man. I had to kill time. Why do you need to kill time? Play the song. Uh, yeah. No one cares about your stupid gay uncle. <laughs> Hurt my feelings, you man. Fairy. I hate the term itches himself. No, you you have an itch and you scratch it. Mm-hmm. You don't itch yourself. You scratch yourself. You are itchy. Well, I'm sorry. Apologize to this everyone. This is two years ago, man. This isn't now. I want you to give back your degree. I don't even think my degree's real. There's no way it could be after this. It came in on construction paper. Uh, why is tomorrow? Why are tomorrow's tapes so badass? Uh, tomorrow's tapes, you know what, I'm, I'm tempted just to play one of them, and we can play it again tomorrow. Uh, you gotta give me a tease. Alright, play number four, Chunks. Oh, alright. I was looking... At the periodic table of elements earlier, and I was perusing over the number. Number 99 is called Einsteinium. Well, after doing extensive research, I found it is totally unstable and otherwise a useless element. Shut up! So are you. You're a very useless element. Oh, look at me. I'm a genius. Yeah. All right, you know, get over it. Pull that. That slogan at the beginning of the show, and that's pure gold right there. All right. And I'm sure all the scientists are gathering around now saying, hey, we we got to do something about this Einstein, Einsteinium. I heard this retard talking on WGMU, taking him down a few pegs. Doing comedy from the periodic uh, table of elements. Well, Good I, Putin humor. I just came from, like, science, and my book was out there, and I had nothing to say, so I figured I'd then try Then don't that. say anything at all. Yeah. Does he get graded on these? Yes. What? I have audio grades from his teacher on everything, mostly tomorrow's stuff and that last break we just heard. All right, so we're going to play these and then be able to hear the grades from the teacher? Mm-hmm. F. Uh, if only. Please don't tell me he got above a C. I'm not going to tell you anything. You son of a bitch. I will do that tomorrow. All right, let's take a break and come back. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Kimmy and Kat, the hideout massage therapist, are in here. Doing an excellent job. I mean, seriously, is this the life or what? Yeah, just sitting here making fun of chunks and getting a massage. While hot chicks are touching us. Mm-hmm. He may have gotten a couple of Ds. <laughs> chunks. That's uh. from Hideout Black Cat. It's a Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. Here are some Santa secrets from Minnie Max, the heretic elf. Santa never wipes. That's a job for the bad little boys. Dirty secrets. Santa never wanted to give presents. He just wanted an excuse to break into little kids' houses. Shocking secrets. Santa checks his list every day. Usually with his pants down, bent over while reading it. Secret. 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 It's WGMU. This <coughs> Big Al New Music First WGMU. 
I'm better than you. At least he hit the post. I know, seriously. He doesn't start the song until after he's done talking. How about talking over the uh, the music? This is Big Al, your local figula. <laughs> figula. Oh, my God. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Um, 407-916-1041. Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. I guess more of the Chunks College tapes tomorrow along with his audio grades. <laughs> Mark in Orlando. What do you got, Mark? Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, what's up, buddy? Uh, not much. I just thought it might be a cool game uh, for you guys to do tomorrow uh, to uh, listen to Chunks' tapes and then uh, try and guess uh, what, how bad it is, what the grade is, before uh, it's revealed. You know, I like that idea because I don't know the grades. Dubs, you do? It's one grade, but he makes some, and I'll, I'll write something up for it. He makes, like, certain comments for... Uh, I'd like to turn it into a game show. That's a good yeah, idea, I'll, Mark. I'll, fig- I'll figure out what questions could go along with the grading process. Thank you, buddy. appreciate that, man. Um, Let me see here. The Swami said something pretty funny. If they wanted to wow. get info out of the detainees, all they need are those tapes. And I agree. If they just put that on a constant loop at Abu Ghraib. The cow said that? Dude, I saw a picture <laughs> of her, and she is very freaking hot. I, I think, I think uh, detainees would rather have you flush the Koran and make them listen to that. That's true. Adrian in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What you got, Adrian? Hey, I just got to say this. Listening to Chunk's voice, for anyone who's on Adderall, makes them feel like they're on cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was actually calling you guys in because uh, my girlfriend's working tonight, and she uh, stupidly put uh, Adderall in an empty Advil bottle. I have a migraine, and I took two Adderalls, and I'm freaking like flying through the roof. <laughs> All right, what is Adderall, Dubsy? What is Adderall? Isn't it well, a uh, uh, thing to concentrate and do that kind of stuff? It's supposed to make you... She has problems, problems focusing because she works too many hours, so she mm-hmm. takes that, but... I've never taken it, and I don't feel like I'm I'm going 80 miles an hour. Bring some up. I Dubs is like share ass. Uh, stop bragging. <laughs> yeah. right, what are you supposed to do then? I honestly, for Way her, rough. it makes her sit down and do her her work that she has because she's in college. I can't I can't even sit still. I have to like run, walk, whatever, man. What about your migraine? How's it doing for your migraine? Gone. Oh well, that's it, nice. Yeah. I feel it's good, but I feel like I could be like I could get shot eight times in the chest and still keep walking. Nice. You could go, go ahead and uh, shoot yourself. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I say you try it, you puss. Uh, <laughs> all right, I don't know what to do for you, man. I, here's what: you, maybe heroin will bring you down. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I'm thinking of many things. I'm telling you, I'm thinking about taking like a cold shower or something. Why don't you uh, just see how many batches you can run in, in like 30 minutes? Yeah, you know, just keep on going. See how many times you can finish. <laughs> I, I will try that. See what happens. Hey, good good luck, bro. Uh, I think you learned something though, man. That the Adderall can cure a migraine. That's yeah. actually pretty big news. You accidentally stumbled onto something. I'd Might share that. Money. Yeah, seriously. Thank you, Adrian. And good luck, Thanks. dude. Um. Tommy says he'd like to introduce him to his friend, Mr. Perk Oset. And his Uncle Darv. What? I, I, I guess right, Matt Albert says Adderall is like a college student's Ritalin. Does it help you focus? Yeah. I, it, it keeps you um, moving and going and everything. And it, It's just like you know, Ritalin. Ritalin's there to kind of help kids focus and everything, but it's a speed. Yeah. Your cat's saying all he needs cocaine. <laughs> yeah, Ritalin's basically cocaine. Not really, but hey, it's... Same kind of stuff? Mm-hmm. All right, I got everybody on the IM blowing it up now as to what's what. <laughs> uh, Pizu says Adderall is ADD medication. 
Herbaz says if you're hyperactive, it'll slow you down. If you're chilled out, it'll hype you up. Yeah, it's just like uh, same thing with. Yeah, that's um, what he says. Same as Ritalin. It's just the uh, other brand, basically. So damn money. Says I downed 90 mils with a half gallon of vodka. <laughs> yeah, that'll slow you back down. I've never thought of mixing pills and alcohol before. Ooh, then you've never thought of good things. Really? Oh, yeah. All right, children, don't do it, but tell me about it. I mean, it just uh, intenses whatever buzz you already got going. It'll probably knock you out a lot of times, though. I'm such a lightweight, too. Mm-hmm. Well, if you just want a bigger buzz, why not just take an extra shot? Or an extra pill. Yeah, but then you're mixing and matching. No, you, you're just taking two pills. Two bikes. Listen to you over there. Jesus. What? They're People nice. enjoy pills. The only, no different than drinking. The only thing I've ever done is like when I was on antibiotics, I you know, I drank and I did. I got I got really wasted really fast. But that's the most I've ever done is antibiotics and like a Heineken. <laughs> Look at me living on the edge. You need to slow down. You're uh heading down one of those slippery slopes that they talk about. I know. And I felt I felt so bad the next day, I was like, screw this, I'm not interested. <laughs> This hurts too much. Andy and Apopka, you're in the hideout. What you got, Andy? Que pasa, mis amigos. Yo, dope. Hey, the best pill and alcohol combination ever is Xanax and anything with alcohol in it. Mm-hmm. I, why, yeah, why is that? What is that? Xanax do? and the Jaeger bomb. Bro, just imagine never having any kind of an inhibition mm-hmm. and then getting drunk on top of it. Chicks, dude, you can get them to do anything on a Xanax and two beers. Right, well, I, Gee, that's impressive. Again, um, I, not that I'm really condoning this. It may not be impressive, but it's effective. That's what we're talking about. Very, and, very effective. And I'm writing it down. Uh, thank you, Andy. Xanax, two beers. Xanax plus two Natty Light. Or a half gallon of Popov. Enjoy that, sister. Xanax and a box of wine. <laughs> Hit up the Franz. Or maybe some uh, some Boone's Farm, Snow Creek Berry. I need some Mad Dog. <laughs> it's been too long. Lenny and Deltona, you're in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. What you got, Lenny? Hey, hideout. How y'all doing, man? Hey, buddy. All right. Hey, listen, um, you know what I found? What? I, I found that, uh, I don't know if it's just my biological, I don't know what it is, but Vicodin mm-hmm. and alcohol mixed together and neutralize each other. They neutralize? For you? Uh, bro, I'm telling you, I went to the doctor because I had a sciatic nerve. He gave me Vicodin. I was like, okay, I'll take the Vicodin. Vicodin made me happy. It was great. It was wonderful. And, you know, on cloud nine. Get home, have a couple beers, neutralizes. I'm like back to where I was before I took any. Wow, that oh. sucks, brother. Yeah, that's that is. That's probably some sort of makeup, genetic makeup or something. Hey, so I guess Lenny or uh, Dubs does it the opposite. You want me to turn around? What you need me to do, Kimmy? I'll do hey, whatever gonna, you want. Massage the prostate. That's where she's going next. Hey, whatever. <laughs> I bet it's great. <laughs> ain't playing. Go ahead. I have the cream. <laughs> All right. Not Hefe says Adderall works way faster if you snort it. Anything does. By the way, Not Hefe, I'm getting more emails about me applying at certain jobs <laughs> now. You wacko. 
All right, Burn Trail says, forget the Xanax and the Natty Light combo. How about a nice baseball bat to the head? That'll work the same with the chicks. Mm-hmm. Caveman style. Shane and Norman, you're in the hideout. What you got, Shane? i tell you what. Sometimes those Xanny bars, they just don't mix with people. Mm-hmm. I had a party back when I was a teenager at my parents' house, and they're out of town. Took a couple of Xannies. Woke up that morning, there's blueberry streaks on my mother's white cabinets. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, all my friends ate all the food I had to eat for that whole weekend. <laughs> and then, then, top it off, like three days later, they showed me pictures of me laying on my mom's bed with my mom's panties on my head. All uh, right, you know what? Those people should be shot. That is the, then they're not your friends. That's the well, other lesson. The thing too. is, you've never been as hungry as uh, a kid on a really, really heavy pain pill binge. You get starving. And you just don't get full. I feel in a way that I've missed out on life. You haven't missed it yet. You haven't died yet. Well, you, what, you want me to live? Be somebody. Peace. No, 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 no. <laughs> Dr. Christian, you're in the hideout. What's up, Dr. Christian? So, guys, it's Ultrasound Christian in April. Oh, what's going on, guys? <laughs> that uh, that guy that called in, that's really strange because alcohol ups any pain medication whatsoever. If you take uh, pain medication and drink a beer, it's almost like you're doubling the medication. Mm-hmm. And uh, you when you said you took the uh, your antibiotics, yeah, yourself feel sicker and worse because you're you're totally neutralizing the antibiotics. Yeah, I when you drink alcohol with antibiotics, you just totally kill the effect of the antibiotics. Yeah, and then I, yeah, that completely ends up screwing you. Yeah, and there's no doubt about it. Yeah, hey, thank you, Doctor Christian uh, and April. We appreciate it, guys. Dubs, that was actually when we were at that Singles in the City debacle in mm-hmm. D.C. And the, and the cast from the real world was there, and I was yelling at them about how untalented they are. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got really drunk. And I didn't see you drink a lot, so I knew something was going on. Right. Right. Now, we're going to start you off on some kind of paint pills. I'm thinking start you off at the lowest, maybe some Oxycontin for you. <laughs> we'll get you started real low, and then uh, we'll work your way up. Yeah, you have to chop those up. I've always wanted to be like Rush Limbaugh. Mm-hmm. Well, you got a nice chair. Yeah, I get to sit in the big chair. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't realize. And I love how everyone's calling up all of a sudden. It's my time to talk about my pill alcohol habit. Let me share with the world. I'll tell you, it's uh, it's not an uncommon thing. I do need something to lower my inhibitions because I'm a puss when it comes to most things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I want to touch uh, Kimmy and Kat's boobs, but because I'm not high, I can't right now. Otherwise, I, I would. Hmm? Hey, give me a pill, and we'll just do it. <laughs> hey, at some point, to, we need to take this up a level, and you girls going to have to get topless. We'll kick all the other boys out, but it needs to happen. All right. <laughs> I guess Chunk still has some of his medication from his back. Mm-hmm. I want to see their... <laughs> I want... Here. No, what Kat say? What does he have? Like a like a crack fiend. Show us a nipple, you'll find out. Uh, Whaler in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What you got, Whaler? Hey, what's up, bro? Yo, dude. I was just calling to uh, let you know any painkillers with amphetamine inside mm-hmm. or containing amphetamine will make your stomach bleed totally, your liver bleed, and it cause some serious long-term damage. Yeah, but you just get a tampon, you're okay, right? <laughs> yeah. You swallow a tampon, sure. you're fine. <laughs> Thank you, Whaler. <laughs> Yeah, you just follow it up with a nice uh, Tampax snack. Yeah, it's a, it's a tampon chaser. 
I prefer uh, carefree. Mm-hmm. Just Play text. Oh, because no, carefree goes with the whole high on pills attitude. Yeah. Tim and Sanford, you're in the hideout on rural radio. What you got, Timmy? What's up, Hefe? Yo, don't forget about Dubs. He's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dubs is Dubs is all right too. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I got a suggestion for you, man. You said you need something to lower your inhibitions and such. Uh, y'all just smoke weed, man. Yeah, you know it's only I'm, side effect is you get hungry, and I mean I know you're already fat, but come on, I, you know what, beat it, <laughs> ass, what a dick. All right, here's the thing though. Well, he's partly right. I don't need anything. I, if anything, I need something that's gonna make me not eat. Is there are there any pills out there that'll say, hey, not gonna eat? Speed. That's what I want. I can't imagine you on speed though. I'm basically doing it now with all the, you know, energy herbs and, and energy drinks. Hey, we are all in agreement, Dubs um, and Bateman, that he is going to start doing, like, mass amount of drugs soon, right? And he's yeah. going to have, like, that rock star downward spiral. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great for ratings, though. Yeah. Hear me self-destruct on the air. Here's the only problem with that, though. The only reason I don't do any of that is I'm, I have such a fear of dying. You know? I don't, I have such a fear of going to hell. Going to hell while we're taking pills? I you think Christ cares about uh, coding? No, no. No, but it's not about that. It's just about, like, dying, uh, doing something stupid. Here's what will probably happen. The first time you do pills, you'll probably be drunk on alcohol, and somebody will make a real convincing story why you should take the pill, and you'll just be like, yeah, why not, man? I'll just try it. You're heroin Bob from SLC Punk. You're right. I so forgot about that movie, and you're right. I am Heroin Bob. Damn it, dude. I got to start doing some cool stuff. Stop being such a wuss going home, falling asleep to South Park <laughs> on Channel 27. People think... The odd thing is you run a batch at the same time. Cartman's funny, dude. <laughs> if you had to be with any of them sexually, which South Park character are you with? Uh, Definitely Kenny. He won't tell. I see. That's what I'm saying. You're so, he's a, they're kids. You mm-hmm. idiot. You're so weird. They're cartoons. So I can watch anime stuff like that. Take a quick <laughs> break and come back. It's a Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. All right, it is uh, Thursday night in the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. I guess we only have a week left of uh, shows for the year. Yeah, and then we're going on vacation. Next Thursday. It doesn't even feel like December. That's what I like about uh, Florida. Absolutely in love with it. All right, some of the feedback on the Instant Messenger. Um, so Damn Money says Xanax and vodka made him pass out for a day. After he blacked out, <laughs> went to Panera, sat down with some random people, stole their chips, and tried to run away. <laughs> and Mike uh, is like, Vicodin plus alcohol also neutralize your pulse. So... Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good point about it, too. Talking about Dubs' uh, pill habit. I don't have a pill habit. I don't think. Richard in the hideout. What you got, Richard? Hey, you're talking about you, you want to stop eating? Mm-hmm. Well, I, this has been a while ago, but I heard it on TV. Somewhere in Africa, now listen, somewhere in Africa, there is a plant. I think it's part of a cactus plant, too. But there is a plant that you will not eat if you take a, a very small bite of it. It doesn't matter how big. But you will not eat for 48 hours. That's what I need. Just a nice, 
fasting 48 hours. Why I can't stand hunger pains, though. I give in real easy. Why don't you just uh, give oral to a dude, and then you'll just have the thought every time you try to put something in your mouth, dude, I just gave oral to a dude. I can't eat. I'm just going to go further down my in my body. No, he might be the next 750-pound man. <laughs> you never know how you're going to react. Who asked you to turn your mic on, ass? <laughs> don't you screen a phone call or two? Brandon in St. Cloud, you're in the hideout. Yeah, I got a combination for you. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. Um, if you take like half of Rehibinol and some alcohol, you'll be pretty sad. It's a, it's a pretty British thing in the rave scene. So uh, Rehib- uh, I love the Brits. Yeah, the Brits always seem like they have uh, they're ahead of the time. Cheers, buddy. Tally ho. Dubs, how about why don't we do this? Hmm. Why don't we go to uh, take a European vacation? Just me and you. I do not leave the States. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. I just don't like to. Unless it's Canada. So what, you'd rather go you'd rather go to Kansas than London. I'd rather not go to either. You gotta get out and see the world, man. Why? I don't care about the rest of the world. There's a whole world out there. You're not interested in the world. You know, I just can't handle long plane rides. I can't handle any of that stuff. That is the problem. Like, I'd love to go to New Zealand, but I'm thinking, what, 22 hours on a plane? Do they do, still do boats? I might be down for a boat. I don't know. That's a good idea. I hear the monsters talking about a cruise next year. We I don't think it's to England. <laughs> That'd be awesome if it was. I say we go to the coast of Africa. That's real safe right now. Mm-hmm. John and, Ar- chicks. Jan and Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, John? Hey, hey, hey J-Dub, I got mm. the ultimate hire for you, man. <laughs> Thank you. I took four Vicodin. Oh, my God. And I, I drank a tall Buku energy drink. You could not ask for a better time. What does that do? It, it, it gives you, like, the same effect as cocaine, but much, much better. <laughs> so it's better probably, than cocaine. And probably a longer effect, too. Oh, my, oh my God, you ain't kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, John. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. We gotta go to Costa Rica with SBK. We've been talking about that forever. Mm-hmm. Since we first got here, he went shortly after uh, we got here. Yeah, the Soul Brother needs to hook us up. Man, so you think these pill combinations like could ever? When we talk about getting you sex, but you, you think if you got your buddy high on something and with alcohol, he would be willing to like swap out like an Xbox 360 or something? I thought you were gonna ask Handy. Maybe. I, I you are. Y- you tend to be a lot happier and a lot more friendly if you're on enough pills. So you maybe be giving, be like, yeah, yeah. Man, go ahead and take that Xbox. I already played it. I played enough of it. You know, it's, it's just money. I can go get me another one when they come, when they get more of them. This is yours. I want the PlayStation anyway. Hey, do you mind uh, putting that in writing? <laughs> so we have a little contract. Yeah, you bet. Just find the pen. Because I ain't getting up. Right. This couch is too comfortable. Um, cause, uh, what was this? You found something where... Yeah, it was on Craigslist.org. I uh, love that site, by the way. A couple girls, I believe in Boston area... Were they named Kimmy and Kat, and were they hideout massage therapists? Oh, Maybe. Whoa. They were offering uh, uh, to trade... My, he- my head was just used as a booby coffee table. You had mouse ears. That was great, yeah. Well, we are in... Uh... <laughs> In Orlando. But, uh, yeah, uh, two girls offered to pay, not pay, uh, give sexual favors 
for anybody who would give them uh, Xbox 360, the uh, premium edition. All right, so, but if there's a girl who wants one of those that bad, you think they're even hot? If they're gamers? They're gamers, and there's two of them. Two 22-year-olds. I think if a 50-year-old who has one of these is horny enough and wants to get some young tail again, he might go for this. All right, do you think it would be better, instead of getting the $400 or maybe even 1000 when they were online on eBay when they first came out, would it be better for that or uh, getting a couple of 22-year-olds to uh, double up on you? So either the money or the 22-year-olds? It depends. It depends on how desperate you are, I think, for people like Matt Albert and that kind of thing. <laughs> it's definitely... 21-year-old virgins? Yeah, I think I definitely... and. Uh, I mean, there's two of them, so that ups the ante. If it's just some one trashy whore, it might not be worth it, but you get two of them. All right, Chunks, you hadn't had sex in three-plus years, which is mind-blowing, by the way. Um, Would you trade out a system for some sex? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you kidding me? That was the creepiest yeah in the world. My voice is going. No, I just thought we were playing your tapes from college yeah. again. <laughs> it's just a weird coincidence. Yeah, I'd definitely trade out um, an right. Xbox for sex, even though I love video game. All right, now, Kimmy, uh, during the break, was telling us that she'd be willing to trade out sex for a week of driving a guy's... Uh, Hummer. H1. 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 Is that the original? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see the smaller ones nowadays. Yeah, the H2s. And not only have the H3s. Yeah, they got the H3s now. So, all right, she's willing to trade Just out... Just for one week. What are you willing to do for an F-150? <laughs> Spit in your face? Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Dubs, for a, for a new car, would you bang a dude? Would you go broke back mountain? What kind of car are we talking? Are we talking a Beamer or are we talking a uh, Cavalier? No, whatever car you want. A probe. Whatever car I want. Which car? What car do you... If you could have any car in the world, what, what do you want? I... If I'm going to get, I, I might as well go all out and get like a Ferrari or something if I have to, uh, you know. I think you still got to maintain the upkeep. You got to pay for gas. True. But your ultimate car. I still take, yeah. Uh, Ferrari? Yeah. I don't even understand a Ferrari, what the hype is. So you take a one. Ferrari. Now, would you. Am, re- I, re- am I receiving? You're receiving. Oof. From T.O. From T.O. Mmm. Hey, do I do I get prep time? No, I don't get prep time to you know. No, no lube. Oh, what? you're going lube, you're going dry, and without e- this is first time. Not even nine. Nothing. Nine. Nothing. Yeah, do it. You do it for a Ferrari. Yeah. So what's wrong with you? <laughs> All right, how about a year of free rent? I'll give. You'd give? Yeah. I said, then you win both ways. Mm-hmm. All right, what would you do for a plasma TV? Hand. <laughs> what? That was so fast. You didn't even, it's like you already thought about this. No, not at all. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Not mouth. I'd breathe on it. <laughs> Sometimes that's hotter. Sometimes that is just hotter. When she'll do that. Okay. Oh, my goodness. What about you? 
Car? No. Not even for a car? I'm not receiving for a car, man. I will walk. That's a that's a bold step. Well, here's the thing. You need that car because afterwards you wouldn't be able to walk. It, uh... I'm not doing that, dude. That's way too... That's so... That's gay. You don't have to sit there and enjoy it. You don't have to sit there and go, yeah, buddy. You're really rocking me now. <laughs> Isolate that. What the hell's wrong with you? What are dude, you doing over there? Gave oral to a dude. Uh, for a year free rent? I don't know. Maybe give. I'd give. Yeah, I don't know. It's what twelve hundred about. Yeah. We live in the ghetto. <laughs> I not have faith. No, twelve thousand. I mean twelve thousand. Yeah. I don't know for a plasma TV. You're right. If you if here's the thing, hand. You put a blanket over it so you can't see. You know what I mean? And maybe you're watching like a game. Well, so you're well, doing everything like butch that you can do. Well, what you're doing, you're watching like uh, a TV of an old Asteroids game playing, and you just act like you know you're part you're part of the game. You're just doing the game. Like it's an Atari. Mm-hmm. You're just joysticking it. Literally. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Yeah, I don't know about the sex or an Xbox. Yeah, chunks. You want to get these? Now, what if it's a really, really grotesque chick? Do you, uh, banger? I would expect it is. No, like, say you have an X, like you, you uh, are trying to get an Xbox, mm-hmm. and the only girl that has one and she'll give it up to you for sex is a really nasty chick. Would you do her to get that Xbox? Depends on the smell. We're not asking you to go that way. No, I mean, sometimes it's so awful you can smell it just even. I'm sure. No, I, I would have. It would completely depend on the smell. Put a bug bomb in there and you just go to work. <laughs> it's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Thursday night in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. It's El Jefe and J Dubs. 407 star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. I used to say, hey, I don't want to pump toot our own horn. Mm-hmm. But if we're not going to, who is? Burn Trail. Damn, I have not. Yeah, mm-hmm. I hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, Burn Trail says, I've not laughed out loud this uh, hard in a very long time. Thank you. And then apparently, uh, Hideout Black Cat's being somebody. And he, uh, he's he got his friend in upstate New York, and she's dying over us. She loves it. Proving that hide, the hideout is the funniest night show in America. All true. We don't just Nationwide. Make, we don't just make stuff up. Nick in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What you got, Nick? Hey, guys. I just tuned in and heard you guys talking about taking uh, any kind of like hydrocodones and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then the guy's calling in saying, I'll mess your liver up. But there's a way you can do it where you can take like six, seven, and it <laughs> won't do nothing to your liver. You just crush them up, throw them in ice water, and like shake the hell out of them. Throw them in your fridge for like 30 minutes. Then you strain it out, like through a coffee filter or whatnot, and all the acetaminophen goes into the, uh, comes out as a powder, and you just basically got codeine water, and you're good to go. Uh, how, how do you learn this, Nick? Yeah. How does that even happen? Well, I spent what a kind long of trial time and error? I went to Oak Ridge, and then I, uh, we didn't do a lot. <laughs> so, like, I had webpage design, and basically just looked up shit or stuff on the internet. Right. And I, I learned quite a bit of things about plants that do stuff, and 
I don't know, because I, I was scared about taking the acid instead of Minifin. I know it's bad for your liver. Right. But I've done, you know, anything with codeine in it, you stow it in cold water. It's a cold water extraction. It's, it's not too shabby. All right, thank you, Nick. Appreciate yeah. that, bro. You know how we used to get high when we were really young? Uh, not really young, I'd say uh, early high school. Mm-hmm. We would actually make each other pass out. Like that was the point? Mm-hmm. Well, what we would do, you'd get on all fours, breathe real heavy, real fast. Uh, you do it for a while until you start feeling lightheaded. Then you stand up, cross your arms wait, while you're on all fours and you, you start feeling dizzy. You breathe in real deep one last time, stand up, cross your arms, and then your friend picks you up from behind, squeezes you, and you pass out. Man, living in Fowlerville must have sucked ass <laughs> if that's what you're doing. And that's how you're trying to entertain. Why don't you drive down to Detroit? I don't know how many times. Like, we would do it, like, in between classes. I swear. Hey, real fast about this King Kong being racist. Mm-hmm. All right, so the guy wrote a column in Newsday. Um, and he basically says, all right, implicit racism of King Kong, the implication that Kong stands for the black man brought in chains from a dark island full of murderous primitive pagans, and uh, has a thing for skinny white blondes. If you Google the words King Kong racism... Uh, that, that's just completely not true. It's big white blondes. If you Google uh, King Kong racism, you'll get more than 490,000 hits of potential sites. I just, I didn't, I was just always odd that... Uh, yeah, I mean, I it always seemed like... Uh, it was a racist type movie. And I just didn't. Uh, I just thought that was the obvious. Yeah. What what uh, changes did they make in this uh, new one to kind of not make it racist? You said the Islanders. Yeah, were... the Islanders. I guess in the originals were just very, very. I don't know. Just like the ultra racist, primitive African kind of thing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then this go-round, Peter Jackson made them more like the orcs from, like, Lord of the Rings, where they're more demonic than anything else. Uh, is uh, Planet of the Apes another one of those that's uh, a racist movie? I never looked at Planet of the Apes as a racist movie. Like, hey, if you don't watch out, this could happen? Wow. They move in next to you, and then you start teaching them how to read, whatever. There goes the neighborhood. Mm. Oh, my God, I never thought of it that way. Leave it to the racist to what? bring that up. Uh, Dione, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. What do you got? Hey, I was just hearing you guys talking about, um, like, making yourselves pass out. Mm-hmm. And I know my brothers used to do that a lot when they were younger, and I never did it. I thought they were just, you know, like, kicking it or something. Right. Um, I think they used to call it space bunkies. And there's actually, I've heard a lot on the news lately about kids dying from that. I had no and idea that went on. Yeah, I guess it, like, kills off all your brain cells and stuff, and there's, I've seen it, I don't know, probably a half a dozen times lately about kids dying when they did that. Yeah, hey, oh, thank- it's very, yeah. very dangerous. Thank you for the phone not call. Not a good idea. No. no, not at all. Actually, that, that was happening right around the time we were doing it. All right, give me some more, I didn't think of these racist movies. Or well, usually anything to do with a monkey can be uh, considered a racist movie. Outbreak. I, I don't think that had anything no? to do with race. Now you're just going for the monkey thing, which is just wrong. You don't think that there's people out there like, oh, 
Come on, this is honestly racist. One one uh, monkey moves into a town and everybody starts getting sick. Oh, all white town playing around with the white girl, the little white girl in the backyard. Oh, damn it, dude! Again, you're starting out. Now I'm buying any conspiracy. All right, Matt Albert says, of course, King Hong Kong was racist. In the credits, it says King Leroy Kong. <laughs> Stage name Jamal. All right, you know, maybe maybe there's a point there. All right, what's another one that maybe I didn't think about? Cause so uh, far, you're two for two in convincing me. Well, I mean, how about uh, Peter Jackson's other one, uh, Lord of the Rings? Were there any black people in that? They were all, the orcs were all dark, like the bad guys were all dark-skinned. See? And that's that's the thing with every, uh, every bad guy is either wearing black or, you know, something dark about him. That's and the good a- guy is always wearing white. Yeah, but that's not a racist thing. That's just the way it is. <laughs> I hate you. How could you even say that? Over there, uh, we can't even bring up anything Jewish without you getting your panties in a wad. Weirdo. And by the way, you look like a chimp, which is even weirder. A Jewish <laughs> chimp. Yeah. You're. We, we were looking at uh, Deuce Chill earlier, and his hair on his chest... It's actually on his neck now, on the front of his neck. His chest hair and his beard grow together. Chicks dig it. No, they don't. They pet it. By the way, I want to say hello to Jason, who works over at Universal. Remember our boy Jason? Oh, yeah. Rossdale, as we called him, because he looks like Gavin. Yeah. One of those dudes who's too pretty for radio. Anyway, he uh, he's going to bring his band in one night, though. Nice. Yeah, and uh, he's just loving the show. Digging everything about it. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. How about another racist one that I didn't think about? Racist movie. Dangerous Minds. Okay, that was over the top. The one white lady? No, that was Sylvester Stallone. Oh, shut the hell up before I punch <laughs> you. Eight man. The white girl comes in and yeah, that one's she's obvious, a savior. Though. Blonde hair, blue eye, come teach you how to behave. Mm-hmm. They couldn't figure it out until a white girl came in and showed them the, the error of their ways. Right. Hmm. Kyle in Orlando, you're next up in the hideout. What you got, bro? Hey, man, I was just laughing because you guys were talking about, you know, racist stuff. We're like, yeah, well, what, like, you ever noticed that bowling's racist? That what? Bowling. Bowling's a racist sport. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah, where you got the black ball knocking over the white pins. With the red nets. No, no, no. And, like, like pool's a racist sport, too. You know why that's pool, why pool's racist? Because the, the white ball knocking all the other colored balls off the green earth. No, that's true. I, and it saves the black one for last. Save the black one for last, and that's how you win. Mm-hmm. Boomerang. <laughs> Great movie. Racial, man. Racial. Rambo 2. What the hell? Why is Rambo 2 racist? Well, you're cheering after he napalms a bunch of uh, Vietnamese people. They didn't do anything. Some of them did, but not all of them. You're cheering because he just napalmed them all. No, you're cheering. Everybody in the theater was cheering. I don't even think I've seen Rambo 2. I don't think I've seen Rambo. And is he doing... What's the the one, uh, the Rambo, where he... uh, is running away from the cops in the woods. I think that's three. Hey, are they doing a new one, by the way? Mm-hmm. 
of, I, uh, I heard Rambo and I heard Rocky. Both are doing new ones for him. Is he doing one in Afghanistan or Iraq or mm-hmm. something? Yeah, that's not going to rile anybody up. Well, that's when you know you just hit rock bottom. I liked Harry Potter because it was real integrated. Like that school, they had all kinds of people at that school from all over the world. Harry Potter is the ideal world. <laughs> you just don't want to get stuck in Azkaban. All right, let's take a break. Dubs will wrap up the show for this Thursday night and give you a preview of everything that's coming up tomorrow because we are jam-packed tomorrow night on a Friday as usual. And, of course, the open-door policy and the heretics. Uh, we'll run everything down, including uh, what uh, strippers and male enhancement and IQ tests, how that all will be handled tomorrow, too. Right here. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Oh, yeah! It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1, wrapping it up on a Thursday night. Thank you to Kimmy and Kat. You two are just uh, amazing. Yes, they really are. You shut the hell up. No one likes you. <laughs> Sorry, I was a little too honest there. Uh, Tefe and Dubs. By the way, Jimmy D is here, and I want to thank him for MeatStun.com. M-E-A-T-S-T-U-N.com. It is great. It's the uh, picture of uh, Dubs. <laughs> He's getting rubbed down by a uh, cat. It's a picture of Dubs doing the uh, taser taint. By the way, tomorrow night in the hideout, um, big show. I'll run down the lineup in a second. First, I want to start doing the thing at the end of the night, just about what everyone's going to be talking about tomorrow. I know every single show will be hitting this hard tomorrow. Morgan Freeman says the concept of, of Black History Month is ridiculous. <laughs> well, I mean, so what you know, do you every- focus on Black History Month? Martin Luther King. That's it. Every closet racist is going to be like, that's right. Even black man says it. It's a joke. Don't that channel. And he goes, well, his basic thing, I guess, on the 60 Minutes interview is, you're going to regulate history to a month. I don't want it to be Black History Month. Black history is American history. He's right, but the whole thing is it was never taught. Yeah, so it's so... a way to make up for it. We're going to we're gonna really focus on it in February. But at this point, I think he's kind of right, too, in that, hey... That's the only uh, time you talk about it, then, is February now. Let's start talking about it all year. So I think that'll get hit hard tomorrow. Um, tomorrow, I think everyone will also be talking about the Iraqi voting. One dead, 450,000 in the dark after an ice storm in, North, in uh, South Carolina. Ouch. Yeah, ice is way worse than snow. It can do so much more damage to the lines. It just tears them down. It, it forms, like, the water gets on them, and then it just all freezes up, and the lines just collapse. Oh, this is great. All right, you know what? I bet everybody, I bet everyone will be hitting this, too. First civil union couple parting ways. Ah, sad. I just goes to show. <laughs> Chunks is getting divorced? Yeah. <laughs> A lesbian couple who entered into the nation's first same-sex civil union are splitting up amid allegations of violent behavior. Marriage is just such a stupid-ass idea. And now Marriage gay, can even cor- corrupt uh, the gay couples. And now gay couples are finally having to figure it out on your own. Oh, boy. Good luck with that. I, you know, I don't think uh, we should stop gay people from being just as miserable as straights. Um, Matt Albert wants to know if Jimmy D's wearing his sunglasses. 
He's not. They're not on, but they yeah, are on top of go. his head. They're on now. That album. And they are on now. And why not? He's cool. Meetstun.com. <laughs> I'm loving that, dude. I just hope it takes off like uh, you know Tub Girl and some of the other websites. I think it's a brilliant idea, and we're it's. I know it's flooding MySpace. I know it's now really beginning to blow up on MySpace. What we need is for it to end up like on Fark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if it ends up on Fark, then that's when it'll go through the roof. Yeah, if anybody wants to uh, start sending that to Fark, if you get enough uh, people send it in there, he'll post it up there. He'll probably post it because he was on the show. Yeah. Why not? 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. All right, so Dubs, tomorrow night in the hideout, huge show. Yeah? Well, we have to finish up the Chunks college tapes. We Which, have, uh, we, we've saved the best for tomorrow. Um, we also have Mark St. Amant in Fantasy Football. Confused little girl be coming into the studio to plug their show at the House of Blues coming up on Saturday. Haven't seen those boys in a while. Um, and then they're in the open door policy from 10 to 11. Heretics will be here. It is Chunks' birthday tomorrow. Chunks has to take a taser shot because for a punishment from earlier in the week that we'll get back into tomorrow night. And the girls from the dollhouse will be coming into the studio to see how we perform on an IQ test while uh, taking male enhancement pills. Yeah, well, what was the idea behind excited. this one more time, uh, Dubs? Well, we're calling it pud pressure, uh, kind of a spinoff of uh, high blood pressure. It has been linked to uh, lack of focus and... Uh, loss of short-term memory so we're going to see if uh having erections while we do these tests if that will kind of uh do have the same effect if our pud pressure will have the same Who else effect taking the test uh me you tommy chunks oh well chunks is chunks got the question oh, okay and uh Darone, then if Darone will be here and all four of us are going to have uh are going to be excited yeah I won't be. Why not? You have to take the uh, the male enhancement pills. They get you uh, going. Oh, there's pills involved? Mm-hmm. I can't take pills. They're herbal. I mean, like, literally, I can't swallow them. We'll cut them up in a little baby hey, bites kind, for you. What kind of pills are we taking? I'm not sure. Maybe uh, we're going to take the the, the uh, convenience store ones. Oh, great. So we'll all have heart attacks tomorrow. Mm-hmm. What's wrong, Drone? Does the mangu get in the way? The what get in the way? Mangu. No. There's no mangu. It just sticks I, to the back of your throat. Okay, you know. I'm talking about the pills. Oh, the pills. All <laughs> right. <laughs> Jesus. I didn't mind out of the gutter. I didn't know what the hell. Freak. All right, so that's all on tomorrow night's hideout. Plus, I mean, there's no telling what else will come up in the next uh, 20 hours. I'm sorry we have to be apart for 20 hours, but we shall see each other again. Kisses. Uh, wake up with the Monsters of the Morning. Shannon Burke, Middays, Phillips Fall in the Afternoon. We're back at 7. The Hideout. Funniest night show in America. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Fastest growing radio show in the history of Central Florida. Be somebody and always talk good. Meatstun.com. Get it on FARC. Uh, question authority and stay classy. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000.
you're a whore. Admit it. Admit you're a big whore. Go ahead. No. I'm a transsexual. Five thousand. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor, step on the hard, step on the hard, kick him to the floor, cause Not interested. I don't. Aye, five thousand. 